don't know where we where we could start. But I, I think the Rudy Gobert stuff was weird this week. Yeah, he he is bugging. Cause like, did you listen to the mismatch yesterday? I did not listen to the mismatch yesterday. So in the mismatch, Verno, who's from Memphis, was like, if he would have said the Lakers, or if he would have said some other team, we would have all been with him. But he said Sacramento. There's no way in hell the NBA is rooting for Sacramento. No. Yeah. So they would they would much rather have Luca in the playoffs than than Sacramento. Actually, let's start there because like it seems like the time for people to start ripping Luca has been now. Well, I think the only thing like where if Rudy Gobert had said it, like mm-hmm. it would it would have like resonated is Luca got his 16th tech with suspended for a game. And then they rescinded the technical foul. When was this? This week, the league rescind. He got his 16th tech in the game, which means he was means he was supposed to be suspended for a game. Yeah. And they need to win every game right now if they're going to have a chance at the play-in. They're not. And I agree. I don't think they're going to make the play-in. But the league office the next day rescinded his technical foul, so he didn't get suspended. So he could play in technically all the remaining games. That so. team is so bad. Um, that team is just so bad, and that should be the end of the Luca Lebron comparisons. It should be. It doesn't mean Luca's not a great player, but Lebron was able to make it work with Kyrie. Yeah, he's a rough play. Like Porzingis isn't anything special, but he is having his best year without Luca. Yeah. He's having like a really good year in Washington. It's just Washington's a dumpster fire. Well, I think people are now starting to even even Bill Simmons is starting to more compare Luca to Harden to, to James Harden. Yeah, prime yeah. James Harden that he's like this great scorer, like elite scorer who can't really make people better or play defense. What I think it might have been Simmons I was listening to yesterday. What he was saying, it was Simmons where he was saying he just got it. it, No, it was uh the Winhurst one where they were saying he's god awful on defense. It might have been Simmons and Winhurst. I listened to a bunch of podcasts. Oh, yes, so I listened to Winhurst this week, and it was uh, I think Van McMahon who said that he was talking to like a rival head coach, okay. And the head coach had said that uh, Luca plays the worst transition defense of anyone he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like in the history of the league, he plays like the worst transition defense. He doesn't play any goddamn defense. Well, because half the time he's complaining, he's he's got the Chris Paul thing where like he's always complaining about calls and doesn't get back on defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If he goes up for a basket, he thinks he got fouled. That was Simmons, because Simmons was like, he's the worst when it comes to just um, bitching. It was a lot of podcasts that are like starting to rip Luca, actually. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know exactly which one it, it was that I listened to, but a lot of them were just starting to like do the thing where they rip. Emmanuel, are you there? Or is he not there yet? I haven't heard Emmanuel pop on yet. Okay. So a lot of these podcasts are just like ripping him this week because it it's really it's like they traded for Kyrie and they went from what were they like fifth and now they're in eleventh. 
Yeah. I don't want any, I don't want any parts of the Kyrie. I'd rather just do snitch, <laughs> snitch ass D-Lo. D-Lo bro- next year. No, I think we're going to re-sign D-Lo. And it doesn't mean I think D-Lo is better than Kyrie. I don't think D-Lo's in the same world as Kyrie. It's just like, I know he's going to play, and I know he's not going to be, like, making problems and then being a snitch. It's true. He's, he's been a good Laker. He's probably like the fourth best Laker right now after uh, Davis, LeBron, and um, Austin Reeves. I'd say D'Lo's probably been the fourth best Laker. Is Austin Reeves really that good, or is it just like hype because he's white? No, he's really that good. He's been good. He's been good, but you have to take the white into it because I listen. No, but in Emmanuel's defense, he's really been that good, but it is like the white thing. I listened to a ton of Laker podcasts, and I had to stop listening to them because they were, like, doing the Austin Reeves thing a little bit too much. I was like, okay, I know what this is about. Yeah. But he really has been that good. It's not just that he's white, but he's really been that good. So, Emmanuel, like, we were talking about Luca before you jumped on. Dallas. Like, how all the podcasts this week are starting. Like, every NBA podcast I listen to this week have been really ripping Luca. Whether it was Van uh his lack of defense, his uh, bitches the refs, about how he's difficult to play with. Like, you got Simmons, who loves Luka, comparing him to Harden now. Van McMahon. Van McMahon on um, the Winners pod yesterday brought up his lack of conditioning and lack of defense. And I think a lot of people want either – is it is Shea or one of the Sacramento guys to jump Luka for fifth in the MVP race, from what I listened to? Ben, uh, Bill Simmons said that he was going to put Fox over him. I think yeah. that's what he said, but he said more people are voting Sabonis over Fox. So yeah. it's like he said those two might eat each other. They're going to. Yeah. Oh, for MVP? Yeah. No, for fifth. For fifth. For, right. for, for, for MVP. Fifth. Yeah. yeah, for MVP. Because like neither one has a chance, but like for like fifth or sixth or seventh. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're going to split votes. Because I think we. I think on um, Winhurst pod yesterday said the one thing we know about MVP is that Tatum is locked in the four no matter what. Yeah. So one and two is going to either be Embiid or Jokic. Giannis seems to be locked in the three and Tatum is locked in the four. And like all year, like you've kind of heard it's been Luka, but like I don't know how Luka could be five with that awful team. Well, he can't be five if they don't make the playoffs. Thank you. That's what I was about to say. Or to play in. I don't think they're gonna make the play in right now. What are they right now? Are they eleven? They're yeah. I was about to say ten, but yeah. 11. I think they're eleven. <laughs> they're they're the one outside of the play in essentially. Well, let me look at because the Lakers won last night and they jumped to seven, and the Clippers lost, which is so weird that they beat. Well, did everyone play for Memphis last night? Is that what it was? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Because I know Kawhi played, and, like, they won the game without Kawhi, but I don't think everyone pl- – I think uh, Triple J didn't play the game that Westbrook went off. And uh, was it – not Dylan Bro- – who's the other guy that scores on that team? Not Dylan Brooks. Is it Dylan Brooks? Desmond, De- Desmond, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, thank you. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, the main guys played – they got they had a couple, guy, uh, a couple role players out. Steven Adams was still out, it looks like. 
So right now the Mavericks are in eleventh, but they're only like a one game ahead of Utah, who doesn't yeah. care anymore. Like they're they're the one outside of the the play in essentially. Like they're the one spot outside. Yeah, the Lakers. And then they just gotta win win games now. I mean that that's that's really all it boils down to is you. Just yeah, but they haven't been. Moves. They've been haven't been able to win games because they're god awful on defense and yeah. That's what Ben McMahon, who Ben McMahon, who covers Dallas, and who said that he's in the, I guess like he's gonna do the Winhurst version book of Luca, yeah, kind of like Winhurst did the version of how oh, it was man. so hard to build around LeBron at first, because that's what they teased at the end of um the podcast yesterday. Said if only somebody was writing a book about how it is hard to build around a young guy, and Ben McMahon said, yeah, that's coming in 2014. So I guess he's right. I mean, it's right. not hard though. It's just people have to do it. Like, it's not hard. That's no, but like, I don't disagree with you. But like, we've seen examples of two of these generational guys who, like, Cleveland, early LeBron, and now that's because like, with Cleveland, they made mistake, they made mistake after mistake, and, and Dan so Gilbert and Dale and Dan Gilbert refused to sign a long term GM. And, that plan. and so is Dallas. Like Dallas has made the Brunson one or is, two mistakes. God awful, man. The the problem with Dallas is they made one or two mistakes, and instead of like with like I always I always say the Sacramento trade like like people are like oh yeah that's a bonus for Tyrese Halliburton it worked out no that that was a mistake but. What's no, happening? no, you know, Emmanuel, it worked out. It man, it worked out. No, it's a mistake if you just take that trade. But what Sacramento did afterwards verifies that they were able to move smooth in a way. Well, they drafted so that it's no longer a mistake. They drafted Keegan Murray instead of I. That's another thing they talked about on right. the podcast. So they drafted Keegan Murray instead of Ivy, Ivy, and it looks like it was a really smart move hiring Mike Brown instead of. Was it Mark Jackson or something they were talking to last year? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, okay. so there you go. So the problem with Dallas is they made one or two mistakes, but instead of well, let's start with the first mistake. That Porzingis trade in retrospect was a mistake because, like, the best thing for them might be just to not make the playoffs to keep their pick because that pick, if they do, if they do make the playoffs, goes to the Knicks this year. Well. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's part of the problem is they've made themselves now. They have where, no picks. That's what they talked about on Winhurst podcast. Yeah, yesterday they as well. Have, they they have no picks and they have very limited player assets because Kyrie Irving could just leave for nothing. God, I hope not. But but I mean, he could. He could just walk to another team. He's a free full free agent. Right. I mean, the problem and, necessarily and, isn't that they don't have picks though. Because you still can build build a team without picks. But if you don't have picks or players to trade, and and now you you don't have the draft, and now you don't have trades as an option, so now you just have free agency, and the free agency class kind of sucks this year. Well, And free agents don't sign in Dallas. Well, no, they still have the option to trade, because how did they get Kyrie? They traded their their final player asset. Right, so... For now, a player, for a player that they can't trade, 
Well, yeah, they can sign and trade. Still, but possible. he, but he, but he showed in Boston that he's not going to do a sign and trade. He's not going to help the team that he's leaving. That's not necessarily true. Just because think, it happened once, I think he would do. It will happen again. <laughs> I think he would do a sign and trade if he knew who he's going to the Lakers. Right? Yeah. I think if I think uh, I think just the opposite. I think if he went to the Lakers, he, there's no way he does a sign and trade. I totally disagree because I, I think yeah would, because the Lakers I think will, it would be D'Angelo Russell straight, straight up for him. Yeah, the Lakers will want to do a sign and trade, so they yeah. would incentivize him to do it. So it's it, he wouldn't that yeah. way he could get his money, and that way like the Lakers don't have to position around who they Big, want to keep or not. Yeah, because that's the main goal. So if you convince Kyrie that that's the only way he get this money, then he he's gonna agree to it. Like, well, D'Angelo Russell can walk too, so. You yeah, but the market for D'Angelo life. Russell isn't like what it would be if it was a signing trade. Right. And then not only that, he probably is getting more money in this signing trade than he would yeah. by if he went free agent. Yeah. I hope I've said it since the, the trade. I was like, I'd rather just keep the snitch than Moses. Yeah. I mean and like and they're Moses, awesome. it, they're Moses awesome isn't teams. the problem. No, yeah. Moses isn't the problem. It's just a bad team. Well, no, I mean, like I said, they, like I said, they, they made a mistake, and and then instead of doing like Sacramento did was instead of trying to keep fixing the mistake, you recognize that you made a mistake, and then you know, what I'm saying moved to, moved on and did things to correct everything around it. So now that you made the mistake of Sabonis for for Halliburton, you got Sabonis. I think Sabonis so now, is a better player than Halliburton the same way John does. I don't think I'm in the me and John are in the minority of thinking that was a good trade. It's me and John and Winners are in the minority. I think yeah. we're the only three. Well, he says Sabonis is a better player. They're both all star players. So how no, I think better? Sabonis is a better player than Halliburton right now. And uh, I think, but how is he better though? Because I think especially for the team that they have, especially for the team that they have, like. Clearly, they knew what they were doing because putting Fox and Sabonis together makes the second or third best team in the West. Well, well, it also unleashed Fox from having to, to share the ball with Halliburton. Yeah, well, and like no. they would have traded Fox if there was a market for Fox. It's well, they that's, had to trade that's the original point. Yeah, that's the original point. Is a, you could have had a team with Halliburton and Sabonis. No, you could instead have. of Fox and Sabonis, but no, but Fox didn't have. have a market, so you couldn't trade Fox. Yeah. No, if that's they could have traded, if they could have traded Fox instead of Halliburton, they would have traded Fox. Exactly, yeah. that's the mistake. I also think Hall. I also think Fox is better than Halliburton this year. I don't think that's arguable. Yeah, oh yeah, I think Fox. that is arguable. No, Fox is going to get MVP votes. Halliburton's not getting MVP votes. Well, that's because his team is bad. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's no, but like Fox has been a Fox has been a clutch. Like Fox is probably going to win that whatever the Jerry West award is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice stat and all, but like, it's, it's Tyrese is is a. Uh, is an overall better player. Like, I, don't, the, I don't agree with that. Man. Like, just because, by next just because you take the last shot every game doesn't mean you're an overall better so, player. So, just going so on stats. T- hold on. Going on stats, Fox is averaging 25, 4, and 6. Let me look what Halliburton was averaging. 23 and 10. Yes, yeah, around the same. 23 uh, and 10. So, he was averaging more assists, less points, and less rebounds. 
And let and me look with Sabonis. And by the way, the big thing is Halliburton had, didn't play enough games to even qualify for a war. Well, that's not his fault. That was right. more to do it's with, injury. like, it's just injury and they just shutting right. him down. Like, because they, so, they're trying to tank. Like, Sabonis is averaging 27 and, I mean, 2012 and 7, man. I'd much rather have Sabonis than Halliburton. Like, is well, there no, age difference I'm, that big? I'm saying it's not an either or. You could have had both. And that was that's well, they couldn't pitch. have had both because no one wanted Fox's contract. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's the okay. There you go. <laughs> you well, could have had a team surrounded with those two guys. Um, I think they also on um, Winner's pod said, Well, this will pertain more to John than anything. Uh, Ben McMahon was like, I still think Jaden Ivey will end up having a better career than Keegan Murray, but for this yeah. year, Keegan Murray's clearly better. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I I totally agree with that. Like Keegan Murray fits what they do better. And I know I've it, seen some good games from uh, from Ivy. Yeah, Jay Ivy. I, I haven't Nivey watched ne- either, so I could only go by what Dan McMahon said. He's had two thirty-point games this this month. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's starting to like light it up, and he's starting to get even better on offense. Mm-hmm. So one of the problems that uh, they talk about when you watch the Detroit podcast or our broadcast. Is mm-hmm. he plays negative defense? Yeah, I guess that would be the one thing if we Jaden Ivey talk about overall on a, on a on a bad defensive team. He's the worst defender. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So so yeah, in that terms, obviously, Keegan Murray is better on the defensive end. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, like. Yeah, like so we just talking over terms that did yeah because of that one metric. Jaden Ivy wasn't going to do anything for him because on the offense he's basically like a poor man right now a poor man De'Aaron Fox. And Who are you talking about Jaden Ivy? Yeah, yeah. Jaden Ivy, oh. and on de- and on defense he doesn't give you anything else extra that would help a playoff team. But it seems like he found something in, in Wiseman at least, right? Yeah, Wiseman looks great. Okay. He looks. He looks. I, honestly, he looks like he could be a number one overall pick. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a walking double double. That was just yeah. the case if he was in the absolute worst team for his skill set. Yeah, I don't know Wiseman. if it was it was absolute worst. I think it's because of the way they play, though. Because I think yeah. he still, I think he still could have averaged a double double with Golden State. Like, I think it's just the way they play and that style. Yeah, I think it would have been a bad situation. That what what they needed for him to get to be a walking double double would have yeah. affected everybody else on the team and what they do in a different mm-hmm. way. I got you. Because I yeah. still think, I mean, I I think he could still average a double double on Golden State though. Like he probably could get ten and ten easily. Like because because on Golden State, well, Wiseman, if he still was there, like if he was healthy and playing with like the starting five, he. He'd still probably be averaging a double double. It's not. It wouldn't be that hard for him to get ten points and ten rebounds, playing with playing with Clay, Steph, and Draymond. Like it wouldn't be that hard. But I think it's 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 more stylistic because of how their offense is ran. It's not necessarily catered to centers. So a guy like like Wiseman is more, uh, is more kind of like. The traditional centers of old ish, where it's like, you know, the Shaq, Tremaine O'Neal kind of back you down and 
you know, jump hook or or. But also, when you. you're a high re- rookie pick, sometimes you just need to be on a bad team, not a team that's trying to win the title. That's true. Sometimes you just need to be on a bad team to put up your numbers to get your to get like your feet in the ground, and then sometimes you learn to win later on. Yeah, I, well, I think sometimes though too, you can. There's there's a middle ground where, and like, also he was injured all the time. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a major issue. Yeah, I think there's a middle too. ground though too. If you could, you can get a rookie to to play great on a championship team, it's just you gotta. It has to be something you you. Well, the first person that comes to mind when you say that is Magic Johnson. Yeah, he won the Finals MVP as the fucking rookie. Yeah. Who would be the second guy that would come to your mind if you were to say that? As a rookie. As a rookie. Yeah, no. I mean, Kawhi would probably. Be no, Kawhi wasn't there. a rookie. Though. He wasn't a rookie. Yeah, he was. He was. He was young though. Yeah, uh, he was Finals MVP. I think that's his third or fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Tim Duncan. No, he wasn't a rookie. No, nah, but he wasn't a rookie. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah no, I mean. Did, Tim, did his, Duncan do it his second year? Second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, his first year, they lose to Utah in round two. That's the Carl Malone, um, Michael Jordan, the final. Mm-hmm. The first no, one. No, you're 100% right. Like, it's not it's not a very common thing to. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to think. Like, nobody, not even. The, I'm just thinking reach the finals at this point. <laughs> not uh, even win, but reach the finals as a rookie. Yeah, the only one that came it, to it's mind. It's probably like role Johnson. players. It's, it's some role player. Like, no, but the like role player is good. Like, I don't need you to be like the finals MVP. I'm just trying to think of a rookie who was like a good role player. Doesn't even have to be a superstar. It's, it's probably you know, Houston. It was Robert Horry. Was Robert Horry? No, uh, oh, no Detroit. No. Detroit was. was. No, he didn't He didn't do anything in that series. He only played the final game. Oh, You're thinking man. about um the guy that was drafted after LeBron. What's his name? No, 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 no. The guy that was drafted after LeBron. No, no, no. Darko Militar. Yeah, he only played the final game. No, no, I'm thinking of the 90s Detroit. Oh, there's nobody on that 90s Detroit, no. No, they, when, they, they were a veteran Venice team. was drafted in 87, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, because none of the Bulls, because the Bulls was all veterans in the 90s. Uh, well, was except, Cook, except for two coach. That wasn't his rookie year, though, because no, like, Jordan wasn't there the rookie year. Right. Yeah. Well, they. Well, okay, but that's probably – yeah, that's probably the closest, though, because they still made a run that year. His it's probably year. like – it's probably like Kevon Looney. Wasn't he a rookie when they, the Warriors were winning? Yeah. I think so. I think, I think it was his second year, too. Because I'm uh, thinking it's gonna it's gonna be like one of those like warriors or like like it doesn't need to be a great player it just has to be somebody that like really helped like it's got to be like one of those warriors or Spurs maybe yeah because Tony I, Parker I, and Dunk and uh, Manu they won like in their second or third year together yeah like, that wasn't like their rookie year so I'm trying to think of like a great. Doesn't have to be a great player. I'm just trying to. It's hard to think of. Yeah. Other than yeah, Magic it doesn't Johnson, happen a lot. Magic Johnson is the only one that really comes to mind. Yeah, it really uh, doesn't happen a whole lot. Like you, because most of your rookies go to bad teams. Most yeah. good rookies. 
or even the even the decent rookies. I guess uh like um Malcolm Brogdon. Like he got drafted through Milwaukee, but they weren't But they didn't get out of round one or two yet. Yeah. So I mean he still was in a good situation. He was a rookie, but they still was just uh, so oh, I guess Mono Mono is Mono was a rookie. Yeah, but they didn't win the title. Yeah, oh three. Who are you saying, Manu? Ginobili, yeah. Was he a rookie the year they won the title? Yeah, oh three. Okay, so there, there you go. That's one. Uh, was he Michelle? drafted before Tony Parker? Uh, uh, yeah. You talking about where he was? He was drafted like uh, I think. Well, let's he, say 2000. Yeah, he was drafted a few years before he came to the league. Yeah. They, they, they okay. had the right stones. Okay. So then Mono would be one. Him and, him and Tony. Because I think Tony was drafted. one to double check. I think. That's like a Tony lot of was, people forget. Uh, yeah. Pajan Stoyakovich was in that 96 draft. Yeah, but he didn't come over until. But he didn't come over until later. Until later, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so uh, Mono was drafted in 99. And he didn't come over till 2003 because because of different reasons. Maybe. So Mono would be one if that's Mono would be one. Yeah. Uh, Kevin McHale was McHale a rookie of the year at day one. Mm-hmm. Was he the sixth man? Right. Uh, was he? He might have been started by at that point. I mean. Was Mario really Chalmers was Mario Chalmers a, a rookie when they the Heat went in because he had an important game? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Let's see. Because uh, Mario Chalmers would count because he had like an important game in like that Thunder series. Yeah. There's one of those might have been Game Four where he went off. Yeah, he went off like six threes or whatever. Yeah. So was he a rookie that year? Uh, no. Okay. He got drafted in 2008. Uh, let's see, Jamal Wilkes. He was on the Lakers. They didn't win in '74, though. He Sonic Sonics the title. Oh, he was on the Sonics team. Okay, yeah. Okay, or no, Golden State. Sorry, it was Golden State. Their first time, first time, second time. The Rick Barry year. Yeah. Uh, SM Mono, uh, Bill Russell, Bill Russell, and Magic. Was Tayshawn Prince a rookie of the year that they wanted? I think he was, I think he was a uh, I think it was the second year, second year sophomore player, yeah, because he got drafted the year before uh, LeBron and them. Okay, did he? Okay, so yeah. Right. Yes, I mean it's it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's a hard category. Do you think Jason Kidd gets fired? I don't understand. But let's why. say let's say if they miss the play-in altogether, does Jason Kidd get fired? I I think it's all up to Luca. Is it? Because I don't think it is. I think they probably you have, fire him. If you have no pick. And no players to trade, and you're not a free agent destination, and it's an awful free agent year. You have no picks to pick up players, so you basically cannot make this team better next year. Your well, only let, let's cha- say your, they- your only chance of keeping Luca is to go to Luca on the coaching decision and say, 
Who do you want? Lucas got Nick four. Nick no, Lucas got four play. years left. As Waz said on the podcast, like we got to stop with that. He's got and four I was about years to, left. And before I mean, you interrupted, I was about to say if what you said was true, J.C. Kidd would have never been in Dallas. He would have still been in Milwaukee. Uh, I think if I think Luca could demand a trade so what you, next year. If what you said is true, then did Jason you, would have never been in Dallas. Why do you have you're sounding like Bill Simmons when he said LeBron and Draymond are going? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't think anyone's coming. That's that's I that's the difference. I don't think anyone is coming to Dallas. So I think I think what's going to happen is is after Kyrie goes, I want to go play for the Lakers. I think that I think that's when he's gonna go. I want him out of here. It's gonna be like a Durant thing. I don't no, but so. let's say Kyrie goes. I want to play for the Lakers, and they trade D'Angelo Russell for him. D'Angelo Russell might fit better with um Luca than Kyrie for all we know. Yeah, most likely he does. And let's say they keep their top ten pick, and they draft. I don't know who's in the draft. Let's say they draft like just somebody who's decent, and then like they build better around the fringes. This is really I mean, gonna they- be a test. Go ahead, Emmanuel. They really just have to nail uh, another trade, two two more trades. Got to trade Kyrie if he leave. If he decide to leave, you got to so like let's say it's Kyrie for a trade. trade, and then you so got to trade. You got to make another trade. Well, Christian Woods is not going to stay there, obviously. Yeah, so you so three because you you gotta sign and trade Christian Wood. I don't think you sign and trade Christian Wood. I just think you let him go because I don't think his mark. This will be Christian Wood's what, what fifth or sixth team. Yeah. You think there's a market think you, for Christian Wood? Somebody's gonna sign him. Yeah, but it's not gonna be for a lot of money. It'll be enough to do a trade where. What I, do you think he's getting? Like ten million more than that. Probably about twelve million. Twelve twelve to fourteen million. What is he that's, making that's this average? Year? What is he making this year? Around that. It's it's not it's not I think he's making it's probably sixteen. Is he still on that contract that he signed in Houston? Is that what it is? Uh yes. Okay, so he's probably because he got because he got traded. Or right? I think he got traded to to Dallas. He's probably right. making decent money. So he's around because he always is his, his uh, contract has always been around. He's never made like twenty mil a year. Hey, he's never been that good. So so he's always been around ten, ten to fifteen. I think he's making sixteen this year because this is his final year, right? That's this is his final year contract. Let's see, three year, forty one, and two thousand. In 2020, sorry. So yeah. So uh, so what's that? Three three divided by 41. What's what's that? That's about uh, one three eleven thirteen. So yeah, he's about making about probably about 14 million a year this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 gonna be a market 14 probably 14 to 16 at the high end. If somebody if a team is really desperate. Because who knows? Charlotte, new owner, might want to make a splash if Jordan's really selling the team. Or Jordan, if he's still around, might want to make a splash. They need a big man. Mm-hmm. 
so that that's that's an easy sell. They've got their draft right the Hornets, right? Yes, either about this year. Yeah, this year. Are they good big, big men in the draft? Because I don't watch NCAA. Uh, I guess so. I mean, it's mostly. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's mostly a. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's mostly a, a forward and, and kind of big draft this year. It's not. It's some guards, but it's not a lot of guards. Because I know some white guy was on um, NBA Today from, I think, I don't know, was in the photo. And he said he was entering the draft. Did he look tall? Like, like big tall? I mean, he looked the same size as Cheney Agumake, who I think is like, what? Okay. Tall, so. I've watched, none of the, I've watched none of the men's Final Four this year. I've watched yeah. none of those four at all. I don't know. That's the night too. Wow. Girl. I'm like, why are you tagging me into some girl? Like, I don't watch women. She's, yeah, she's, that's, that's she's, a, she's amazing. She scored 41 in, in back-to-back games. And, like, mm-hmm. she's breaking records that, like, Lisa Leslie and Cheryl Swoops had. Well, those are names I've heard of, Lisa Leslie. That, 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 that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, it's a weird situation. So she's going to step into the WNBA and be like Steph Curry. Like she's it, she's got like that Steph Curry. Um, like Diana Taurasi was talking about it last night that like really since Steph Curry or Jimmer Fredette, we've never seen something like this. Jimmer Fredette. Except neither one of them stepped in the NBA. Like, like Steph didn't step in the NBA. It was like Steph. It took him, took him a minute. Yeah, and yeah. Jimmer never did. So, so that's I, I I wouldn't use those comparisons. Jimmer, she, she can't miss a three row. <laughs> that's fine, but I wouldn't use those comparisons. Yeah, Jimmer Fredette is still like in some rec league. Yeah, I think I think the the comparison is is LeBron. Well, she's not. She doesn't have that kind of body. She has like a very well, small no woman has that kind of body. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. What's the chick that was in prison all them years? She's got that kind of body. She doesn't have a LeBron body. She has a big body. She, she looks like LeBron Ben Simmons. Body. What are you talking about? She don't have a LeBron body. She looks exactly like Ben Simmons with that haircut she's got. What? Well, it's the difference between look like and have. I mean, she got more dedication than Ben Simmons. <laughs> Again, it's the difference between look like and have. I, every time I post that photo, either like John or fucking Wood says Ben Simmons wishes he had Brittany Grimer. There you go. Okay. He Brittany does. He wishes, he, she doesn't he does. have a body. What? She doesn't have a body like though. You she's don't think tall. Brittany Griner has a body like Ben Simmons? You don't see the No, photo? she's just tall. She's just super tall. She's actually skinnier than you think. She's just really tall. So are, it we looks- sure, are we sure she's a she, man? As, as far as we know, as far as we like, know, because they've posted. I've been told anything her. otherwise. So no, they posted I, photos of her naked, and you could never get in trouble for those on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm not making that up. No, no, no you're not. She went topless far, on her IG, and they didn't flag it. Yeah, as far as we, as far as we know, she, she is, she is, she was born, she was born a female. As far as we know. Nah, I don't know about that. I, hey, as far as we know, like until new information comes, to say otherwise. What is the chick you're talking about? Caitlin, what? 
Oh, uh, geez, what's her last Kate, name? Caitlin, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, Caitlin. there we go. Okay. Because you tagged me, and I'm like, I understand you tagging your brother, but why did you tag me? Like, it's a, it's a, it's insane. She's she's really 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 good. Like, oh God bless her, man. Like, you'd have to put a bullet to my head to make me watch women's basketball. That's literally what it takes for me to watch a, a woman's. But game. then you wouldn't be watching women's basketball when you watch Caitlin Clark. <laughs> like, you have to put a gun to my head. Like, now you gotta watch. <laughs> put a bullet in your head. You're not watching anything. I think I'd rather take a bullet than fucking watch women's basketball. I don't know if it's that bad. I mean, I, I saw what she looked like. That's not exactly what I want to look like. Nah. Like, no. Nah. Nah, she's a good athlete. I mean, yeah. like, no, Serena Williams has got a body, man. No. Yeah. 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 Maria Griner, like, yeah. Maria Sharapova was a smoke show. No, I'm good. I 100% agree with you. There's that. a reason why that Adam Cole match drew nothing. It's a visual sport. It is. Give a fuck what no one tells me about wrestling. It's a visual sport. Adam Cole that's, versus Danny Garcia. There's a reason why no one watched that match. I don't think. A, I don't think it's that, just because of the way they look. Okay, what do you think you that it is? We don't... What do you think it is, Emmanuel? Because you're gonna be whatever you say is gonna be worse than what I say. So go ahead and say it. It's 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 everything. It's it's AEW's product. That's worse than what I said, did you? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't disagree. <laughs> I didn't disagree with you. It was definitely going to be worse. It, it was. It's AEW's product. That's the reason. They only promote certain things. You've got to be like really, really a hardcore, I love wrestling guy to watch AEW or Ring of Honor. Like, I don't even think that's true because I, I, I would consider myself hardcore. But I I have not watched. No, but at least like one of those. At least like when you were watching um, TNA, like is that twenty years ago? Yes, that? that's two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, they at least had storylines. Like mm-hmm. AEW doesn't have storyline. Like AEW is just like we're gonna give you a five star match, and that's all you need. Right. Uh, and I understand like uh, Frankie De Jesus, who runs the Smarky Geek, who's a friend of ours. He yeah. needs like five, like what? Like they need five star matches. They don't care about storyline. Like that's not gonna get everybody in. Like I don't. If I just wanted to watch five star matches, I could just go on YouTube and like just click Google five match. star match. Right. Yeah. Just Google. No, Google the thing that I'm sh- I share with you guys, <laughs> and the things that I one of the things I enjoy the most is the awful like Dominic storyline of like him just constantly like beating up and twitching right yeah <laughs> or him like acting like he went to prison yeah right yeah, or, it, yeah. Even, even if it was true he went to prison for like a day like a day. yeah 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 give me bad <laughs> give me the bad WWE like storylines cuz like at least they're funny and right fun. right like and i know I'm, I'm entertained now, when they fight tonight i'm like i know why they're fighting right in storyline right like the few times I turned on AEW, I'm like, okay, why are these two fighting? Like, what's that beef? And it's like, oh, they don't have any. They're just scheduled to fight tonight. Right. No, but you really do have to Google what Danny Garcia and what Adam Cole look like. They look I know like what Adam Cole looks like. I haven't seen Garcia in a while. He's they're skinny. He's skinny. They're small and skinny. They got oh, no. He, he looks, looks the same then. So I know what Garcia yeah. looks like too. Then <laughs> I know what Adam Cole looks like. Because I see, I saw the video when he returned. Yeah, like there's nothing to them. Like, it's a visual sport, man. 
Well, I think that's more, but I think that's I think is it, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're that because like mm-hmm. Dale Bryan is is tiny and he got super pop. He got super popped anytime he was on screen. Like even even when he wasn't on screen, the the crowd was still chanting for him sometimes. So yeah, I, Daniel Bryan's like a lot better than those two guys. Well, but yeah, but it's not just well, but yeah, but it's not just visual there because Daniel Bryan is like super small. So, well, Ray so Mysterio, has to be going to it. Ray Mysterio's super small too. Like yeah, that's another example too. So yeah, yeah but you're you're picking like I, I, we just chose three guys who's way better than those two guys. Well, I mean, yeah, but it, uh, it's also more. Uh, well, Daniel Bryan's in AW too, so. I mean, he—they've he, misused him though. I haven't seen him draw any huge ratings either. In no, because they've misused him. So, <laughs> well, I think they've misused him a little bit, but I think also like a little bit of it is he's had bad concussions again since he's gone to AW. Because he shouldn't be wrestling, probably. No, no, he shouldn't. Not that style, like. There's a reason yeah. why, like, when Kenny Omega came out, he came out wrestling in armor. You keep yeah. having five star matches every fucking week. You go, your body's not gonna hold up. No, and it's like it's like the Miz told Daniel Bryan, like he was right. TV, like I, I'm never hurt. He's like, I work. You can say I work safe, but I'm always in, I'm always here carrying the company, doing my job. Right. Yeah, and and to his credit, like I I can't remember a time Miz has ever been hurt long term. Yeah. No, is what 15 16 years now in the company? I think it's probably longer than that, right? Yeah, it probably is, which is which is even (laughs) saying Miz is always on the card and Miz is always doing media. And you you, he's a guy you can promote and build around because you know he's going to show up and be healthy. Miz is one of those people that's dancing at Teddy Long's wedding when Jagged Edge is singing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that thing that every time I see it, I post it a million times. (laughs) It's that and that Stephanie McMahon photo I'll always post. Yeah, what's with you in that picture? That's the greatest photo. No, I get it. I I 100% get it. Because Stephanie looks fuckable in that photo. Yeah. I mean, I can show you a lot of photos of that's true. If that's all it is, I can show you a lot of photos of Stephanie. No, there's certain photos that for whatever, certain photos of certain videos that just always pop up. Like, there's better photos of Stephanie McMahon. Just for whatever reason, that one just always pops up on my Facebook. Just like that jagged edge thing, just for whatever reason, always pops. Is it a video? The jagged edge is the actual video. Did we lose rap? I think so. Okay, I'll restart it and I'll send the window so we can get him back. Uh, you walking a temple? Maybe. All right, I'll I'll call you back. Hello? Hey. Yeah, you didn't lose me. I, I was hearing you. I just like had muted it for a minute. When I went to the little podcast window, oh, I wasn't there. It only showed, it, it, yeah, it didn't show you at all. Oh, okay. It just showed a manual. 
Yeah, that's definitely a man photo just pops up for whatever reason. Not that jagged edge video for whatever fucking reason. You just pop up all the fucking time. Uh, so are you gonna get you see you're not gonna get to watch any of Mania tonight? No, Donnie's having a comedy show, so I have to go to that. And then by the time I get home, I'll probably just start uh what's the NXT thing? Uh, stand and deliver. Yeah, I'll watch Stand and Deliver. Yeah, and then I'll watch Mania tomorrow morning, and then that way I could watch Mania when I get it home from work night two. Then you watch like, then it's basically like watching seven hours of Mania in a day. Yeah, I mean, like that's why they made it two nights. I don't know why they made it two nights. It's it's too much. It's way more money. That's why they made it tonight. I no, I no, I get the money, and, and that's why they made it tonight. Like they're rolling in money. Yeah. Like the company, yeah. the company's never been more profitable than it is. Like right now, for whatever reason. And I sort of get like because people travel from all over the world, and if you're going to travel from all over the world, like getting to see two nights of events instead of like one night of events. Probably feels more like you got your money's worth. Well, it's not just two nights, isn't it? Like a whole week. Yeah, sort of. Because like you could, because they hold, they usually hold uh, Raw after WrestleMania now in the same city. Like Smack Night down last night it was in LA. Then you had the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then um, you have uh, Stand and Deliver today is in LA. Then WrestleMania Night One, and then like other wrestling companies. Do their shows around there, right? Yes, like lots of independents go to. Like was is a whatever that Ring of Honor thing Frankie was watching was that in L.A.? I think so. Yeah, there you go. Where that dude broke his leg. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's Ring of Honor for you. I don't know what to say. It's not a product I'm watching. It's not. It's it it's, it is and it is a Ring of Honor like. Fluky stuff like that happens sometimes yeah. in WWE, but like stuff like that happens so much in Ring of Honor and AEW because they have they do those crazy spots. Yeah, well, there's there's a market for that. That's what Frankie and guys like that like. It's just not for me. Like I'm not knocking it. Everybody's got their own taste. Emmanuel. Yeah. Yeah, like everybody's oh, got the, like uh like 20 years ago, like Emmanuel used to watch. TNA, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty years ago, right? Yeah, like everybody's got their own taste. I'm not knocking it. Like Maurice still watches uh, Impact. I check in on Impact every day. I mean, not every day. Every once, not in a every while. day. Oh, yeah, every once in a while. There you go. To see how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I used to watch before I found TNA. I used mm-hmm. to watch how I ended up finding TNA was I. I was watching Backyard Wrestling back in the day, and and it it recognized that I was watching it, and then I got it was it suggested TNA. Okay, so you about on YouTube or something? No, on TV. Like this oh. is back in the early days of, or not early. So this days, was your TiVo. This was this was uh, no, I didn't have TiVo, but it was like I had a DVR. There you go, yeah, that yeah. Was, okay, yeah. 
and, okay, and yeah, I, I would you. be watching backyard wrestling, and then uh, I it, it so TNA was only on pay per view at this time. So, oh, so were you do, were you one of the people doing the pay per views, or were you getting it some other way? What do you mean? You know, were you getting it illegal, or were you doing the pay per views? When you say doing the pay per views, what does that mean? You said this was the time when P- TNA was pay per view every week. Were you pay per viewing it every week? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. 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 We we we'll say that. There you go. Yeah. So so yeah. So so back so to this the is before it's also, on Spike TV. Yeah. So this is so they don't. I don't think they get the deal until for Spike until two thousand five, two thousand like late two thousand four, two thousand five. So okay. this is back in 2002. So they, don't, they haven't gotten a deal yet. They just started out. I think it was it was maybe six months or so-ish into the company. Okay. I found it because yeah. uh, I think it was after, I forgot who's, I think Rhino is the first champ or, or Raven is the first champ. And it's after um, that. Okay. I started watch. This is Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I mean, I know, like, uh, they would always suggest it to me, and I was just like, I, I must have been early in my twenties, so, like, I because I missed the entire uh, ruthless aggression SmackDown six. The thing and that was H- yeah, and that was another yeah. thing too, is because. I would watch SmackDown, but I would, I I miss sports overall because it would it would be pissing me off. So I would I would. Wait. Is that I the watch. Triple H stuff, right? No, it was because I watched Evolution, but it was oh maybe so. Well, no, I, it it it's part of Triple H because I think he was in now because of his injuries. He would be in and out, but I've watched I watched the evolution stuff live, so I remember that part. Yeah, and then so it, it it's those random like I miss I miss parts of the Triple H and Booker T uh, few. I think I missed all of that to be honest. I, I, I think watch. I only saw that. I think I only saw the last the actual match, like the last. The I watched the Mania match. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. And but I but I but like I remember John Cena's debut like it was yesterday. You talk about when he challenges Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Like like I I was there for pretty much most of if not all of SmackDown in that time. Like I was like that was that was that was probably the best wrestling time outside of like NWO versus like. DX ish wrestling, like that's probably one of the best times to watch wrestling at that time. Was was that SmackDown? Because it was just, it was crazy storylines. It was SmackDown great. Six, right? Yeah, it was crazy storylines, and it was good wrestling. Like it was the perfect combination. Yeah, I don't I know how Vince let Paul Heyman and 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 Steph and those people cook, but. Dear God, they were like they were doing stuff. They probably, <laughs> probably, and I don't know, maybe because it was because Vince was was trying to do other stuff, and and 
and well, because they be... they had no competition with WCW, and it was yeah. I watched that ruthless yeah. I think me and John were the people that caught up on that with the ruthless aggression thing. That's what I yeah. Mean. I watched I watched the entire documentary series. Yeah, yeah and that's probably I missed it all too, of yeah. that. I was like, what is this? Like, because I I didn't yeah. come back until uh I didn't start watching it again until Cena was the man. So that's after WrestleMania twenty one. 21, right? When him and Batista win? Oh, that's is that what you said? Because I think that's like his second title. I mean, that's, no, that's his, his first title, 21. Re- the original WrestleMania goes to Hollywood when he beats JBL. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's when I came back. It's always yeah. easy for me because like, I, I know I left during the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. You left? That's when you left? So when yep. is that? Because I don't think that's that's not the that's attitude, early two thousand. That's yeah, that's so not that's, the attitude era. That's, that's after right. WCW's out of business. Yeah, that's yeah. right after the attitude era. Yeah, so I left I left at the Kiss My Ass Club and I returned with the pipe bomb. Oh wow, that's a long time. Yeah. So the pipe, the pipe bomb is like twenty twelve? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So I missed like the entire. Like, that's why. That's why that ruthless aggression. Uh, so yeah, you missed like, series was missed, so was so cool to me because like it was it was all stuff I had never seen. You missed like John Cena's like pretty much his whole his whole career yeah. for the most part. <laughs> like that was his whole career. Like, and then yeah, that's I've, also, I've pretty much only seen post pipe bomb Cena. Yeah, and that's also the not only him, but that's Randy Orton, that's Edge, that's Batista. Yeah, that's for the most part Brock Lesnar, and then also you you also miss the second part of Undertaker's career. Yes, I I I after have the, after the I, game, I have no affinity or like care for Biker Taker. Well, that's well, no, well, oh, yeah. Well, no, there's so there's, there's isn't he Dead biker taker until he comes back when he wrestles Kane at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. I think he's biker taker until he comes back and wrestles Kane at WrestleMania. That's when he comes back, yeah. But and so then there's I'm the with weird, John, like, I can't, but there's the like, weird uh, sub, like, there's the weird thing where it's like a mix of his characters in that time. Yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah, like, miss me when he comes out to roll in my limp biscuit. Like that is yeah. not my like, Well, yeah, so, I think exactly. that only lasted a couple years because then I think that's and then he started mixing the characters. I, like he started mixing the characters, so it was kind of that. But then when he wrestles like Nathan Jones in the Big Show, he comes out to roll in. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but if you notice, I think that's when it started. Because if you notice, like he started slowly going back to like the old kind of Undertaker. That's when the I think that's when the mix starts. Where like it's like he kind of mixes the character because it's no longer just. Because that's that's a mix of big evil, uh, the motorcycle thing, and like the original Undertaker. Like after that, it's like it's a mix. It's just it's just pretty much a, a synopsis. A general I think whenever he beats Hulk Hogan for the belt, just to drop it to the Rock is when I was like, I don't care about you. He's about Undertaker. He, he beats Hulk Hogan for the belt to drop it to the Rock, so that the Rock could drop it to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it was all a transition. Like yeah, oh yeah, this the belt right now too. Yeah. Yeah, they gave Hogan the belt unexpectedly because he got that huge pop versus Rock at WrestleMania, whatever. 
He yeah, beats Triple H. And, and then they and no, it was a mistake because they realized once they put it on him, it was like, oh, we gotta get this belt off him. So they put it on Undertaker and then they give it to Rock so that Rock could drop it properly to Brock. Because Rock's like the biggest wrestler in the company, so they needed him to drop it to Brock at SummerSlam, remember? Yeah, I think that's probably one of the few mistakes at that time. Is because in yeah, hindsight, putting it on Hogan was a fucking mistake. Well, not only that, but the way it happened with Brock, because in normal situations, I think if you if you ask if you ask Heyman and you ask Steph and those people, he should have beat then, Triple H. They should have never took it off of fucking Hogan. They, I'm sorry, they should have never put it on Hogan. It should have never went to Undertaker, and then it should have never went to Rock because we need to do it proper. Triple H should have just held it to SummerSlam, and he should have lost it to Brock. Or what happens is... Triple H never loses. No. No, he lost a bunch, man. No. What will happen, what should have happened, what probably what probably should have happened was he loses it to Hulk Hogan, but immediately <sighs> after loses it to Brock. Hulk Hogan immediately loses it to Brock Lesnar. That so was Hulk such Hogan. a mistake to put it on Hogan because they so put it Hogan, on Hogan. It so Hogan's reign is shorter than it actually was. So His reign is only a month, dude. Yeah, so it should have been shorter. <laughs> His reign is only a month. Vince put it on him a month. He's like, what the fuck did I do that for? So it probably, in hindsight, it probably should have been shorter. Like, immediately, like, Brock Lesnar. But that, but, but that means that, that the title for Hogan... Him winning the title happens probably around, if not on SummerSlam, and then Brock takes it from him the same day or like the next day after. The only so, good thing so that Triple H reign lasts longer. The only good thing that happened out of that Triple H Hogan match is that great picture of Hogan staring at him. <laughs> That's the only good thing that happened from Hogan winning that belt. There's that great, awesome photo of Hogan staring Triple H down. Yeah, you I know what you're talking about. No, no, I know what you're talking about. It's the only good thing. For Is me. he staring into the crowd? No, he's staring Triple no, H down. It, yeah, oh, okay, right. okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. It's like one of the best wrestling photos of all time. Uh, yeah. It, but well, I missed. I I missed all of that. Like I missed what they call Triple H's reign of terror, where he had like five years where he basically didn't lose clean. I missed that too, yeah, and I missed the SmackDown. Well, yeah, that's that's the Raw time because that was that was when John moved because Vince finally recognized John's power, and so he moved him from SmackDown to Raw, and that was part of it too was him losing to Hunter too a lot of those times. It was like a back and forth too. It's kind of like the Sasha and Charlotte thing a little bit. Where where like one would win and then like a next next month of pay per view the other one win, <laughs> so they be flip flopping the title <laughs> a little bit. Well, she's she's happy in New Japan. I think she wants to wrestle. Oh God, is it Mickey James that's the Impact champion? Yeah, but Mickey's hurt. Oh, is she hurt? It looks like it. Yeah, when you're forty, it's hard to take it. She she's like my age, man. Hey, she. Hey, that don't mean nothing. She's she's been doing good so far. I don't know. I know she she pops up on my. She's the only person at Impact I follow on Instagram because she's hot. Got nothing to do with wrestling. I was gonna say there's other chicks in it. (laughs) That's hot. That's Killer Kelly. I don't know who that is. You said Killer Kelly. 
Yeah. I don't well, find that Jordan Gracie. Second you said Kelly Kelly. I was no, I don't. I don't find Jordan Gracie hot at all, man. Like she did like way too much weightlifting. Well, she's doing a competition. I think that's why. Yeah, that's why it, it does nothing for me, man. Like, nah, that that's manish. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Killer Killer Kelly's got like jet red hair, like not not ginger red hair, but like really red red hair. I have to look at the list of uh, people at Impact again. I know she's what, hot she's, in Impact. she's in the top storyline women storyline right now for Impact. Is is uh, Perez still there? Perjana? Diana? Oh, Diana Perazzo. Perazzo, yeah, she's still there. I think she's in yeah. another company, isn't she? She she wrestles there and she wrestles for. Um, MLW sometimes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think MLW is trying to get a TV show, aren't they? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there's nothing attractive about this. I'm I'm posted it in the, in the group. Are you just talking about Jordan? Yeah, I just posted it in the group. There's nothing attractive <laughs> about that. Well, that's yeah, a that's a no. fucking man. I'm sorry, like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. That is not getting my dick hard whatsoever. It is impressive that she changed her body so much, but like, I like. No, I'm not knocking her. That takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. More power to her. I'm not knocking that whatsoever. It's just that does nothing for me, man. Like, no. Mm. I have to look at the list of uh, people then for Impact. I haven't seen their roster in a while. After uh, pretty much when uh, everybody left for. that was in uh, Ring of Honor. All the people that left. Well, didn't that black guy return? Because after like uh, he only got like fifteen minutes to lose his belt to uh, Cesaro. Josh Anderson's out. The black guy that's married to Jordan Gracie. I don't know what any yeah. short as fuck. Yeah. Like, didn't he return because he was like super pissed that he only got fifteen minutes to lose his belt to um. Uh, Cesaro. Yeah. I don't know if that's the exact reason, but I think it has something to do with it, yeah. And then, like, didn't Tony Khan tell him, like, well, stand up and book yourself or something? <laughs> I think that's the story Tony Khan told him to go stand up and book yourself or something. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that was funny. <laughs> oh, Taylor Wilde's back. Who? Taylor Wilde. Who's that? I don't, I don't, I don't know who that is. Uh, one of the one of the uh, chicks in the impact. I posted the photos of Killer Kelly. Well, let me look. Let me look. Let's see. She's like one of the top women right now. That's the chick that pops up on my Instagram all the time, and I just never follow. But I, yeah. I actually do know who that is. Okay, so I know who that is. She pops up on my Instagram all the time, and I just like never follow it. Like okay, because like there's a chicken in um NXT that's better looking than her. What's her name? Isla Dawn. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. she's way better looking. Like I'll just follow that one instead. Yeah, and I follow so, both. So I'm like, yeah. I can only follow so many hot chicks on my goddamn. Before I get to that one. Sometimes I, I I follow a bunch of chicks after I follow them. I'm like goddamn man, because then like your fucking um algorithm just gets flooded by chicks. Yeah. 
So like, which I have, which I have no problem with. That's wrong. No, I don't have any problem with, but like, I I, I want to start looking at new chicks. Yo. So like, if you keep liking the same chick, then they're at the top of your algorithm, and then you never get to discover anybody new. Uh, I don't know if that's true because I discovered somebody new at least like once a week. No, but they do, but they do type it. So like, if you follow a certain amount of like chicks who look a certain way, that's all you get. Yeah, that's all you get. That is true. That yeah. is true. Because like, that. I must get like a thousand like random blondes like in my Instagram because I like blondes and stuff. I get random blondes and I get random island girls. I I get I get a very specific type of girl. Yeah, we we all do. We all have our own type. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I told my best friend all the time. We all got our own spank bank. Like literally, <laughs> like literally, if you go to the for me page where they they suggest you like all new, it's all like dollar store Tessa Thompsons for me. Oh, you mean chicks from Harlem? No, it, it's yeah. It's, it, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> not even not even dollar store because like that uh uh baby Kai whatever her however you say her name. No, I know you know, she's not. Like she's she's probably hotter than Tessa Thompson, but like she's not as famous as Tessa Thompson. She's in the goddamn Bruno Mars video. She's the only video ho in the video you recognize. Yeah. For uh, leave the door open. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first chick I recognized when I saw leave the door open. Like, oh, it's a chick from Instagram. To me, that's a wow right there. Where? I just sent it. Let me look. They're tag team champs, apparently. Who's Taylor Wilde? That sounds familiar. She's a. Was she in NXT or a WWE or some point? Oh. Because I I know that chick that used to be Persia Peretti is now like going by Steph Delander, and she was on AEW's YouTube show. Because I do follow her on, like, my other Instagram page. Not on my main Instagram page, but my backup Instagram page, I follow certain chicks. Like, they're not good enough to be on the main feed. Because I had to jump Tate, Tate, what is his name, Tatum Baxley? The chick with that great ass? Yeah. I had to jump her to my main Instagram. Because I was like, oh, I don't want to miss that booty. Oh, yeah. Taylor Wilde now, she plays like a witch. Yeah, I, I saw from the uh, pictures, she changed the persona. Yeah, she, I mean, she once upon a time was like in uh, WWE developmental, but that was like in 2006 or seven. So that's why the name sounds familiar. Well, I, I mean, you have like seen it on, no, I must have seen it in the dirt sheets, like WWE has signed something. No. Yeah. But I doubt it because that was. That's when she first started. Yeah, but we're all in she the same wrestling group. So, like, even if I'm not watching wrestling, like, I'll see you post something or John post something or Maurice post something, and I'll, like, I'll take a mental note of it and, like, go back to it. You know what I mean? But she's mostly been in the TNA, though. So. Well, because I watch wrestling, um, like, the Facebook algorithm has this thing, like, the history of TNA slash Impact that comes mm-hmm. on my page, like, once it a day and it'll show me like random like did you know that like Ken Shamrock was in TNA or that R-Truth was in TNA or this is where Christian Cage made their debut stuff like that it's some I think it's called history of impact slash TNA like I don't even like the page but because I like wrestling it pops up like on Facebook and Instagram you don't have to even like something but because it's in your algorithm it'll pop up 
Yeah, it's the it's the it's the ad thing too. Yeah, it's the ad thing too. Yeah. So like once a day, I'll get like a whole bunch of like TNA stuff, and I'll just look at it like, oh, I didn't know that, and I'll just keep moving on. But I've never liked the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, I get that too, especially yeah. like, uh, and it obviously pays attention to Google. Like if you search something for Google. Yeah. Exactly. It pops up in the ad for on Facebook or whatever. Like the chick that's the NXT Tag Team Champion, Keanu James. Like she jumped from my backup page to my main page because she was a smoke show. Like Emmanuel, I just posted it. So Taylor Wilde is the champion. Yeah, her in her in what you call it? Yeah. See that definitely does look familiar. I mean, she's been she's been off and on in TNA for like the last fifteen years. So. <laughs> She was there when it was TNA. Yeah, she's like I said, she's been in TNA. I mean, she started in like 2008. Let me double check. Because I think it's been I think it's been going by Impact for ten years. Yeah, she she yeah 2008. Back when the Bunny was in it as well. Yeah. The Bunny from AEW. Yeah, the Bunny. Like there was a period where the Bunny, Kelsey Green, uh, Maria Kanellis. Were like all in the women's scene. Mm-hmm. So she, so she left. So she, so she was in like uh, TNA in two thousand eight, and mm-hmm. then she left in two thousand eleven, and then apparently retired. Oh, okay, I got you. For like nine years, and then came back. That's the part they don't talk about like too much with like the women's revolution. Is that like the women's revolution in the WWE was happening because like. Uh, TNA, TN, yeah, because TNA had a great women's division, and we're putting. Is that when they have the beautiful people? Uh, I don't know. Wait, say it again. Is that like around the time they have the beautiful people? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, they were putting on these women women's matches, and then they were getting like huge ratings in those spots. Mm -hmm. Well, no, like the beautiful people is the highest ratings that ever happened in TNA because I listened to Bubby. Bully Ray has a podcast mm-hmm. that has um oh, Jesus, what's the guy that used to be in East Tommy Dreamer with him? Does mm-hmm. Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, and Mickey James and Mark Henry have a podcast? Oh, yeah. Busted it's Open, a different one there. No, it's called Busted Open. No, because I've heard him talk on somebody else's podcast. They I have a podcast Busted called Busted Open Radio. So it's Bully Ray, um, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry. Mickey James and sometimes Thunder Rosa and Don LaGreca, Dave LaGreca. And there was an episode where it was uh, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, and some other guy. And they were saying how wrestling doesn't matter. Because um, was uh, the guy, what's his name? Uh, the guy that used to run WCW, not Eric Bischoff, and was in the Attitude Era. Oh, uh, uh, Vince, Vince Russo. He used to write for TNA, right? Amanda? Yeah, yeah. So he always used to tell Bully Ray, wrestling doesn't matter. And then Bully Ray said, you know how I know that? Because the only thing that ever got ratings in TNA was the beautiful people. That was always their whatever. Whenever the beautiful people were around, which I don't know, that was always their highest rated segment. Well, yeah. Which which I guess it's, it's, a, it's, it's true, but it's, it's not true, true. Like it, it, well, this is from Bully Ray's match mouth, because like whenever... <laughs> Samoa Joe or AJ Styles or Craig would put on like their five star classic matches. Nobody watched, but whatever, like the beautiful people would do 
Did they used to put a bag over people's heads? Mm-hmm. That was always their highest rated segments. Well, yeah, but I mean, people were still watching the other segments, just not not as much. Yeah, it was it was like if if Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles was like at a seven point eight, the beautiful people was like eight point four. I don't think well, it was, was close. Well, I'm just using that as an example. But yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was that close. It wasn't. Did they have Sting there too back in the day? Uh huh. Okay, there you go. Because Sting comes like right around when Kurt Angle does, like a little after. Like maybe, I want to say like maybe a week or a month after. And that's, so that's right when they get the deal for Spike TV and whatnot too. So, so that's when they first get on TV. Because, like, they used to be on um, in New York. Before they were on Spike, they were on, like, what is now known as FS1. Yeah. I used to, like, I used to come home, like, really late at night from, like, either work or being out on a date or something. And it would be on FS1. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'd, like, turn it off. And then it was on Spike. And I don't know even know where it's at. Is it on YouTube now? Impact? Impact. Is it on YouTube now? I don't even know where. No, they're on... Uh... The people that own them have their own channel, but they oh. do have a they do have a YouTube recap show. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I mean, NWA is on YouTube. NWA is on YouTube. Yeah. I've never watched NWA one minute in my life. <laughs> like they always try to tell you to watch that on YouTube. Like when I'm watching stuff, I'm like, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the NWA when it was a thing. I'm like, gonna be a fan of it now. I mean, which call it was. There's a couple hot chicks on there too. In NWA. I think um uh, Melina's in there, right? Uh yes. Yeah. I think she's still there. She was not. I mean she was there. I don't know if she still is there. I think she still is though. I'm here I mean, guys. I haven't seen her in a while. I haven't seen TNA in a while. I mean NWA. I, I saw the one episode of when they had a wedding. I saw the wedding episode. In a wedding episode with uh, uh, the guy, formerly Damian Sandow. Oh, he's still there. I didn't even know. I didn't even well, know he was still wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah. So, he, well, I, I don't know if he. Well, I guess he, he's more of a manager ish. It feels like than actual wrestler. I didn't even know that, man. Yeah. So he's in the WA. A lot of the old, yeah, a lot of the guys. Um, like that are like nine times out of ten, if they like aren't like the Molina, like those people, the Molinas of the world, if they're not, if you don't see them in like Impact or AEW, they're or WWE, they're probably in NWA. <laughs> I mean, like, I know like Zack Ryder, uh, like Zack Ryder is there. I know that's where the masterpiece is at. Mm-hmm. That's another one because he hosts the Laker podcast. Yeah, and then which calls the champ? You know that. Uh, uh, the Rose Clay. Uh, Rose Clay. Yeah, I I do know that. Yep. And then before that, uh, I think Trevor, the guy who was Trevor Murdoch. I think he was. Yeah. He was. He's there. I think still. And then like. Nick Nick Alderson was was there for a while, and I don't know. Well, he's married to Mickey James. That's his yeah. claim. God damn it! 
I don't care if he was the NWA and the Impact champion. He's married to Mickey James. That's his fucking claim to fame. It's not, but it's it's, it's, oh, it's yes, the it way is. it's the way you know him. Nigga, go Google Mickey James on Instagram and tell me that's not what he's known for. It's not because he was he was champ before he married before he was even dating Mickey. It's, he was it's made more a, impl- he was made a vendor in Impact before. It's he more impressive dating. to be married to Mickey James than to be the Impact champion. Well, yeah, that's that's okay, fair. There you go. But okay. <laughs> he said his you know exactly name. what I'm talking about. Man. I mean, he was he was still known though even before he dated. Before let he me, dated Mickey, let me find her goddamn Instagram because I know like she was in something that looked really good. Yeah, she was in like a suit or something like, and with, it was all titties or something like that. Uh, I don't know about that, but it was definitely a, a interesting shoot. Let me see. Oh, this must have been a while ago. Yeah, this must have been a while ago. Cause I gotta go way back to find it. I'm trying to find it. Well, she's posting like every other day. Yeah, no, that's why I gotta find it. It's from like she still look. She looks good, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Still doing hardcore country, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like I said, I think she's hurt now. So okay, I, I found it. I'm about to put it in here. I don't know who the hell the rest of these chicks are. This shit is though. <laughs> she looks really good. You're probably other Impact chicks, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they they must be. I just like I don't watch Impact, man. Speaking of which, they're probably other Impact chicks. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know who these chicks are. I'm not gonna follow them. But... I just put it in the, the chat. Like she looks really good. It's all titty, too. <laughs> so you know I'm right, Emmanuel. Is this a picture of titty? <laughs> no, it's a video. Like the, the outfit is all titty, though. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? I see 100% what you're saying. Hey, oh, yeah. These are all Gasol. the impact chicks. Shouts to Paul Gasol making the Hall of Fame. And Tony Parker. And, um, <laughs> Dwayne Wade. It's a nice... Uh, class. It's way better than last year's class. I'm not going to say that, but it's it's, it's way better than last year's class. class. Last year's class was Tim Hardaway, who I don't I don't care if he's in the Hall of Fame. He ain't a Hall of Famer. And Mono, who is clearly a Hall of Famer. Well, wait a minute. How can he How can he be in the Hall of Famer but not be a Hall of Famer? Tim Hardaway's not a Hall of Famer. He's like the coke. He's in the Coco Beware section. He ain't the real Hall of Fame. He's the Coco Beware section of the Hall of Fame. But he's still he in the Hall of Fame, though. He was yeah, definitely he, he was definitely in the year where like we had like they had to pad it by filling out with more people. Like they're doing a run TMC documentary. They only won one playoff series. They yeah. upset Utah one year and they lost to the Lakers. That's how you gonna do a documentary on the team? Like, aren't they doing a We Believe Warriors that only want? Yes. <laughs> Basketball documentaries do well. Yeah. So just keep making, making them on every team. And it's not necessarily the fact that they only like did that. It was it was the whole it was the whole time of those teams. It was it was the fact that T- Run TMC got media attention. It's the fact that the We Believe Warriors got media attention. 
it's not just that they only won one series. We upset the Utah Jazz one year. Wow. But it's not, but that's not, it's not that. It's the fact that they were able to bring, you know, people out and bring media attention to the NBA. Well, then let's do a goddamn documentary on the fucking Kevin Johnson, Tom Chambers, Phoenix Suns before they got Charles Barkley because they went to the conference finals. How about that? Well, no, it's not about, but that's not what it's about, though. It's not, it's not that what they did on the, it's more about the story than it is the, what they did in the in the court. The story of like Chris Mullen being on the dream team? No. The story well, of Run story TMC. Of no, that's the Run TMC era. No, but that's that's not the story. The story is Run TMC. What do you remember about Run TMC? The offense and the the ability that they created and it's pretty much the way they ran the offense is pretty much how you run the offense today. You know what I remember about Run TMC? Sean Kemp dunking on that dude, and then that dude gave him a high five because it was an awesome dunk. Okay, but but that's but that's Run one TMC. moment in the whole span of TMC. Like that's that's not it that's didn't not even worth last years. that long. When TMC was about three years because they traded. Okay. Uh, but you just Sacramento. Yeah, but you just named one moment in three years. No, their one moment is that they upset Stockton and Malone, and then they got smoked by the Lakers. But that's what I'm telling you. That's not their one moment. That's just the basketball. You're just looking at the basketball standpoint. That's not why. That's not. That's not what what these dockers are for. I didn't watch the Russell Westbrook docker. There's no bigger Russell Westbrook fan than me. I don't need to watch this. Well, that's different. I watch them all, man. I watch like the Jeremy Lin one. I watch the Amari Stoudemire. Is it Jeremy Lin one? Yeah. Yeah, it's on HBO. About what the the three weeks he was Lynn Sanity? Yes. No. Well, oh, yes, but bad. also, but also his path to the is that the one that Pablo Torre produced? I don't know. Maybe. I think Pablo of... Torre produced one on him. There's a lot of celebrities on it. Oh my Because a lot of celebrities go to the Madison Square Garden, so like they were all talking about how like. The, the the garden was jumping for like the first time in a long time. So these three weeks that Austin Reeves is is like balling, is he gonna get a fucking documentary? No, it's not happening in Madison Square Garden. Fuck, and he's not. <laughs> he's not Asian. Does it tell you when Lynn Sanity and when the Heat decided we had enough of this shit? That's not when it, it ended. Yes, it is. That's exactly when it ended. When they it ended earlier than that. It ended earlier than that. It didn't say Carmelo came back from an injury and was like, we're not yeah. talking to Jeremy Lin anymore. That's when it really ended. <laughs> Wait, is Car- does Carmelo play in that game when the Heat end them? I don't even remember. Probably. I would imagine so. I don't think Carmelo plays in that game when the Heat end them. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like where, Are you talking about right, during the regular season? During the regular season with Mario Chambers and um, uh, what was the other rookie they had? On that, the, the Heat, they had another rookie that like played for them that he was out of the league. Norris Cole? Norris Cole, up. thank you. It wasn't even LeBron and Wade that ended it. It was Mario Chalmers and Norris Cole that said, you ain't getting the ball past half court. Y'all remember that game? Yeah. I remember I remember that game, but I also remember Carmelo coming back and being like, there's too many Jeremy Lingers in this crowd. Yeah. I time, think, but I think that was after that. I think that was after that. I had to check. I think that was... I, I, I think I it happened before because I, I think the Bulls did something too. No, the, the entire league got tired of him. Is the Heat? 
The entire league got I, tired of him. I, I don't I know if it was... I can't believe you haven't didn't watch the Jeremy Lin documentary, man. Why the fuck would I watch the Jeremy Lin documentary? I don't know. I never like he. I remember when the Lakers had him? Like he sucks. <sighs> I follow a basketball podcast. That's the Lakers podcast. That's hosted by uh, three Asian guys called Lakers Legacy. We follow each other on Twitter, and they was like hoping for the Lakers to sign him. I was like, why? He sucks. And I was like, you don't know what this... It was like the Shang-Chi thing. It was like, you don't know what this means to our community. And I was like, oh, I apologize. Because I did yeah. apologize. But like, no, he sucks. Well, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. So it's not just the basketball aspect. It's, it's other things. No, but I get that with Jeremy Lin. I'm just saying, like, he fucking sucked, man. I don't know if he sucked, but... He sucked on the fucking Lakers, dude. I don't know <laughs> for his entire career, but he sucked on the Lakers. And then, like, when he was on the Hornets, didn't he have that dumbass mohawk? Yeah. yeah. Was that on the Knicks? It was one of them teams when he had that stupid fucking mohawk. It, it was on the uh, Hornets. And then he played for the Raptors. He played for the yeah, uh, Warriors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he made a lot of money. God bless him. But, like, I ain't watching no Jeremy Lin Doc. If I'm not watching a Russell Westbrook Doc, I'm not watching a Jeremy Lin Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the Kevin Garnett doc either. I didn't know he had a doc. Oh yeah, so it's on the same channel as the. It's a, they're all on Showtime. So like when you watch something, it's a doc. oh, yeah. Okay. And I kind of wish I didn't watch the Bill Russell doc. It made me res- yeah. Bob Cousy dribbles like a girl. Yeah. Like no, I can't take that serious. What do you mean can't take that serious? That's how people dribbled back in 1950. Yeah, like no man, that's not basketball. No. It is basketball. A random dude on the bench would destroy Bob Cousy. That's true. I'm not in so I don't know about that. No, Bill Russell was foot in any era. Bob Cousy, who's like the sixth man on the on the Pistons? Well, that's not any. Well, okay, but that's he's, not any random dude. So. <laughs> he's not as he's not as good as Alec Burke. No. <laughs> that French dude on the Pistons would destroy Bob Cousy. What's the I, I disagree. I disagree. Killian, he would yes. destroy Bob Cousy. I disagree. I I disagree. Bob Cousy too much disrespect. Have you watched Bob Cousy dribble? Yes. Okay, I'm not giving him too much disrespect. I think you are giving him disrespect because you're equating dribbling with playing basketball. Like that's the I only Killian, way that you play basketball is because you did, dribble. Did you play basketball in high school, Emmanuel? You. Yes. You would have yeah. destroyed Bob Cousy in high school. Fuck out of here. I definitely would not have destroyed. You would have destroyed Bob Cousy in high school. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Definitely, did you go to school with Evan Turner? I did. Evan Turner would have his his way yes. with Bob Cousy. Yes. Fuck out of here. He was Evan was good though, but no. Hey, look at you! Look at you! You're like <laughs> Evan was good. Evan was good, <laughs> man. I was there in his genesis. He was a good player. I, I, I watched him literally he's like, grow. He's like, I wouldn't, but maybe Evan Turner would. <laughs> no, Evan no, Turner Evan, would destroy Evan, Bob Cousy. As, as much as he was good, he, he wasn't that good. Bob Cousy wasn't good. It was just like the 1950s, and we ain't no better. Exactly. Bob Cousy is good. Go watch the fucking highlights of the Minneapolis Lakers with their with their passing. Fucking holy shit! That's but awful. you, but you equating what? That's like. It's hard to explain. You you equating like the way it was done then 
and because we do things different now. Take Jamal Crawford. Take Jamal Crawford off the TNT set and throw him back in the 1950s. He's the greatest player of all time. Fuck out of here. Yep. Bob Cousy. Well, first of all, that probably wouldn't be playing in the NBA back then. So, no, he wouldn't. They had black people in the NBA in the 1950s. That's, I didn't. I didn't say they didn't. Jamal Crawford would definitely be playing the 19, in the NBA in the 1950s. What are you talking? No, about? Not necessarily. Had, first of all, they had two leagues back then. No, not the 1950s. You talking about the ABA? Yeah. ABA was the the 60s and 70s. That's the 1950s. They had, yeah, they had the NBA. I mean, not the the, the yeah the, M, the NBL. Sorry. Okay. There you go. So yeah, so no, so it's not a guarantee. The NBA wasn't the sure like like we know the NBA today wasn't how it was today. So no, you're wrong. It's not a surefire guarantee that Jamal Crawford would absolutely take Bob Cousy be in NBA. In the take 50s. Bob Cousy from whatever his greatest season is <laughs> the draft. He ain't getting drafted. I guarantee he would get drafted. Drafted is what? <laughs> Austin Reeves would have his way with Bob Cousy. Fuck out here. I think he... <clears throat> you okay? <clears throat> yeah, drink some water, man. Drink some water. Yeah, you give him too much disrespect to Bob Cousy. I mean, JJ Redick, who actually played in the NBA, is giving Bob Cousy the same disrespect. So, what are you talking about? I mean, that's fine. Like, that's 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 his. You know, that's how he feels. I don't mean he's right, though. I wish I'd never watched that. That Bill Russell documentary made me respect him so much more as a human. But I was like. That, that ain't basketball, man. Well, that's not basketball today. You're watching basketball 70 years ago. Yeah, like, nah. Like, Bill Russell is by every right in the top four greatest of all time on any real Like, list. look at a car from the 1950s and look at a car now. Like, it's a huge difference. No, but you could still drive a car from the 1950s now. You just have a trouble parking it because it's so huge. Okay, Bob Cousy can still play basketball today. Yeah, maybe in the G League. Not even in the G League. What's below the G League? Maybe in Australia. I think you I think you don't understand how talent works, sir. Bill Russell would be in the G League. No, no. I think Bill Russell would be still be Bill Russell today. It's just the game is different. Yeah. I don't I don't think you understand how talent works. You think Bob you think Bob Cousy was talented? Uh yeah, was he one talented? of the best players like was... in the NBA history? <laughs> I mean, in the 19- they just started growing trees. I mean, like in the 1950s and 1960s, he was, but like not now. Again, I I don't think you understand how talent works. That's like take a great baseball player like Tony Gwynn and put him today. I don't even watch baseball, but like there aren't singles hitters today. Either you're hitting the home runs, or they don't really have a spot for you in the league. Right. No, John, you watch baseball. I'm right, right? No, there, no, there's not as many. There's not as many. Take somebody yeah, like Ozzie. Not, correct. <laughs> correct. Not as many, but there are single No, hitters. yeah. So I agree. I, I'm like in the middle because like Tony Gwynn would be on a team. Right. They still exist. But, it's just not as well, what it was because because the game has evolved. But what he what, what he did was would not be nearly as celebrated. Like people don't. Correct, but he also, but he also wouldn't be doing the same exact thing. Take like Ozzy Smith and put him today. Like Ozzy Smith had no offense; he was just a great defensive. Yeah, 
He wouldn't be playing today. He would, except it just wouldn't be the same exact thing. Talent, the way talent works, it doesn't like it's still you still have talent, you still have skill. Just because you play in a different era, does it? You don't lose. It's not. This isn't Space Jam where you lose talent because you touch a basketball in a different. Muggsy Bogues from Space Jam was destroyed by Kuzi. That's yeah. that's the ultimate disrespect, right? There. That's exactly that's why I said it. That's absolutely true. That's not true at all. But Webb would have his way with Bob Cousy. <laughs> Michael Adams, who averaged 29 points one year, was like fucking five foot nine, would destroy Bob. Bob Cousy was awful. Diana Tarazi would kill Oh, no, he went too far. <laughs> She probably would, though. I know Brittany Griner would. Yeah. <laughs> she would post his little ass up. <laughs> the disrespect. Go look at the Bob Cousy shooting percentages, man. It's awful. It's not awful. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Go look at Bob Cousy shooting percentages. He's barely an NBA player. That's going to be the title of this episode, by the way. Disrespect Was Bob Cousy an NBA did. player? Disrespecting Bob Cousy. He's still with us, right? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's there. Yeah. Good. Maybe he'll hear he's, the podcast. He's ninety-four. He's gonna hear this fucking podcast. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he does. I'm, I'm so. I, if he does, I am so sorry, Mister. I want him going to heaven. No, I don't I care. Apologize. About you. I want him going to heaven. No, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I apologize, sir. I got him going to heaven at least, Emmanuel. <laughs> I mean, he was a white guy in Boston in the 1950s. I'm not sure about that, but I, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, what you learn in that documentary is like he wasn't helping Bill Russell out when they were shitting on his fucking apartment, his house. Did you watch the documentary, Emmanuel? I did not. I did. Yeah, you literally like. Unfortunately, his teammates wasn't helping him out when, like, they no. when they were just destroying his um house and his trophies, and they were shitting on him. Yeah, I it mean, wasn't. It, it wasn't a Jackie Robinson situation. No, it wasn't a Jackie Robinson situation where they were helping him out. So yeah, that's part of the reason he he lived, he lived in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. So before he, you know, that's why at he least I got Boston. At least I got Bob Cousy going to heaven. I'm not sure about that, but at least I got him going to heaven. <laughs> as, long as, as long as he, you know, made afterwards apologize to Bill. I mean, shit, you did it. Never mind. <laughs> it would have been a lot more helpful if you helped him out during the time, man. Absolutely. It would have been, yeah. They shit in his house, man. It's not good, man. It's a rough documentary to watch because, like, like you know, like me and you are black. I mean, it makes you glad you grew up in when you grew up, man. Yeah, it's rough, man. Like he lived like in a working class town in Boston, and because he was Bill Russell and he had money, like those white people were not happy, and they they no. shit house and they destroyed his. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. And, and, like, those people thought, like, they were going to stop winning with Bob Cousy retired, not realizing that Bill Russell was the best player on the team because, like, they were racist. Yeah. They they talk about that in the doc. It's a rough doc to watch. Yeah. 
But also that Boston was just a talented team, though. <laughs> even even without Bill, like as great as he was, yeah, they were was so, a talented team. They were so far ahead in the arms race. Of yeah. The yeah, yeah, but like even even in, even in the eighties, that still was a thing. Like when the Celtics would lose, oh, they, yeah. would, they would blame Robert Parrish and they would blame Corbett Maxwell. Yeah, and when they would win, it was all about Kevin McHale and um Larry Bird, which is yep. fair. Like, like the whole like Cedric Maxwell winning that MVP. Like, I'm surprised that isn't a doc right there. Well, Bill Simmons always brings it up because you, you just proved the point. Like the the like I, I'm pretty sure because <laughs> I think Larry Bird only had a like a three point game in that series. That's why Cedric Maxwell won the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. He I think he had like either an eight point game or a three point game in that series that they won versus Houston, and that's why Cedric Maxwell won the MVP. And I think I've heard Bill Simmons and um what's the other guy from Boston Bob Ryan Rock. like about it. Yeah, Ryan's always talking about that. Yeah. Those, those guys live in the 80s. It's 2023, man. That'd be all like, I'm, go ahead. No, all I remember is like when I got into basketball, the bad boys team, like Robert Parrish already looked like he was like 100 years old to me. Well, he was an old guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's guy. just mostly how he looks. Though. Yeah, that's <laughs> how he's there. Because no, he had a career as a Golden State Warrior before he was a Celtic. Yeah. So he was an old guy. He's older well, than that. I mean, to be fair, though, it's just kind of how he looks. <laughs> he had the Greg Oden <laughs> disease. Yeah, <laughs> Greg <right>. Oden disease. <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre yeah. Ayton's got the Greg Oden disease. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, it's just kind of how they look, regardless of age. <laughs> and again, no one complains about Larry Bird's three MVPs in a row because he won <laughs> two titles in that three-year span. Well, yeah, it was. And then it was, it was also like he was part of the best team that was always, like, contending. Like which is the, three. which is the thing with Jokic? Like everyone's picking whoever the eighth seed is over Denver. <laughs> it's not just me and Emmanuel, John. No, that and that's my problem is like you can't tell me that he's a three straight MVP when his team is never favored to win the championship. I just think they're gonna go. I, I think they're gonna go to the NBA Finals. I don't got them getting out of Vegas. Right Vegas tells you everything. They're, They're not, not the favorites favorite. out west, isn't it? Phoenix, right? Yeah. Vegas tells you everything you need to know. In all three years, Denver has not been favorite. Well, if Phoenix and the Clippers play in round one, that's going to be a toss up. If Paul George is healthy. Let me well, yeah, it. I was about to say, yeah, I think if healthy. Paul George is healthy. Yeah. Because Simmons yesterday did something like I never heard him do. He brought up that Russell Westbrook destroyed Chris Paul in the playoffs. Yeah, because he was talking about what is he talking about? He's talking about something else. I think he was because he was just I think he was because he's been talking a lot about the history of certain things, and he he was talking about something, and that's what made him bring that up. I forgot what he's talking about. He's talking about something else. I, I forgot, but it and then that's how he brought that up. Because he, he's been he's been lately talking about history of like MVP and, and all that other stuff. I think we lost Raph. I'm gonna bring him back on because I want to talk like starting from that point, talk about how the new awards thing is gonna be changed by the 65 gameplay. Oh yeah. Did you see that today? Yeah. Actually yeah. one of the first things I saw this morning. That's crazy. All right, I'm gonna get Raph back on here. 
Oh, we're still okay. missing. We're still missing Raph. You there, Emmanuel? Mm, yeah. Very good. All right, cool. I thought he was already in there. <laughs> but no, like the sixty-five games thing is going to be a game changer. I think. I don't know if it. I think long term it won't be, because it's like it says for MB for all that it's sixty five games for all awards, and then said MVP. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I wonder if the sixty five games requirement counts for all NBA. Yeah, we should call it the Kawhi Leonard rule. <laughs> Well, it's going to affect guys like uh, Shea Gildas Alexander, who were willing to be shut down previous seasons. Well, might who now might not be willing to be shut down until they get to that sixty-five games. Well, now it's different though. OKC isn't in the same spot they were in. No, no, no. I'm saying guys, guys coming up behind him on other teams, like. Which would still be tanking teams, like they might not be willing to sit out for like sixty-five games because if they have a chance at all of like making thirteen miles, but, but most likely they wouldn't know because Shay didn't have a position before. To well, they get white, ba- they get white boy Chet back next year, man. They could, mm-hmm. Well, they, they, about to, they might make the playoffs this year, even without them. Yeah, so. yeah, they they could probably be really good next year because they'll probably get white boy Chet back. They'll probably get like somebody decent in the draft. And then their guys will grow another year. And yeah, like the, they might make the playoffs this year. One of those guys is up for rookie of the year. One of those. Jalen. There you go. Yeah, I couldn't think of that name. They have the same name. They have two Jalen Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. But one of them is really good. They're both good. It's no, just, one of them is up for rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the, I think Jalen with the Y. No, the one with but, the the one with the hair. That's what they said. The one with the weird looking hair. But hopefully, hopefully they have like that. This new sixty five rules game rule, hopefully means less tanking, more more people. I don't to think play. that. No, I don't think there's anything you could do about it. Because like, yeah. like that's the same thing Verno was saying. Like, uh, like they were disappointed that um, uh, Jokic didn't play versus Embiid. I just think that's the world we live in now. Well, a lot of MB, guys not playing against Jokic. Thank you, Embiid, not playing against Jokic. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of these guys though have contract, like kick kickers in their contract for if they make All NBA. So, like they're gonna want to do that. 
But I don't think it's all NBA. I think it's just like the awards. Right. Oh, okay. That's how well, even if it. but even if it is, like like Embiid not playing the one game, that's only that's only one game out of eighty two. That's not that's not just because you don't play one game, then automatically take you out. Well, Jokic didn't play last night versus the right. Suns. Nobody's bringing that up. So. Yeah, it doesn't take you out of the just because you miss one or two games. It's it's the twenty game or near twenty games, I should say, because it's what eighteen. Because how many people were excited to see the Suns versus the Nuggets and Jokic and Murray didn't play? Right. So like it was on and it was on TV too. So it's a double. Like it was only yeah, it wasn't like it was league pass. So you can miss seventeen games if you miss eight an eighteenth game. That's when, which I don't no think longer. is fair because now you're saying, oh well, if if uh, if so and so gets hurt, well, oh well, you got hurt. You shouldn't have got hurt. I mean, it is what it is, man. I, I'm just saying it, it works both ways. Like, I get you don't want players to rest and all, but like the whole issue with. Like the whole reason that Kawhi started the whole wrestling thing is so he didn't get hurt. Kawhi well, well, fucking plays though, man. Well, like I said, but I'm it saying counted, if it that's, counted that's for the this reason. year, like if it counted for this year, uh, if they had the exact same rule and they did count for all NBA, Tyrese Halliburton between being injured and being shut down. Well, he's not going to make all NBA anyway, though. No. He could have made third team All NBA if he no, could he play. Really. Nope. No, no, not nope. that, not on that garbage nope. team. No, well, no, it has nothing to do with him. It has to do with the fact he plays a guard position in the league. Yeah. You, that's six positions. That's six spots. You, you, you're not. You have to be like on a. There has to be a lot of circumstances. Like Dame's not going to make it. Do we? Do we think? Yeah, he, now he won't. Yeah, because they shut him down. Dame's not yeah, gonna make it. Shut him down, so Dame won't make it. But uh, although he might, he still has a chance. Slightly. Nah, he's not gonna make it. He's gonna miss way too many games. He still has a chance. How many games did Dame even play this year? It's up there. You think he, he played just... forty games? Yeah. Oh yeah, he played more than forty. Yeah, it's it definitely. He's probably fifty-five. It's it's not it's not as many as you think it is. Wasting his time in Portland, play fifty eight games. Yeah, it's not as many as you think it is. He's wasting his time in Portland, go be loyal and go win nothing. <laughs> then then say ring culture is stupid because you ain't gonna never fucking win. Yeah, I love how he, yeah it's like oh let's do something I'll never be able to attain. Do we think any of the Knicks will make All NBA? No. Julius, uh, uh, Julius Randle. Julius is probably the best bet. He's having an amazing season. Yeah. He's having a really amazing season when you look at his numbers. Yeah. Yeah, and the forward position isn't as deep in the NBA. Well, it's, yeah, because you gotta, well, you it's nine spots LeBron. instead of six. You got to kick out LeBron. Means. You got to kick out Anthony Davis. You got to kick out um, Kawhi. Kick out Paul George. Kick out uh, uh, Durant. They're all going to miss too many games. Wait, are they? I don't think all those people have missed. But Kawhi is not even in consideration. Paul George is going to miss how many games? LeBron's missed how many games? Davis has missed how many games? I bet LeBron still makes it. Yeah, I think LeBron might make it. I don't think so. I think he he would make it. He's made it like 18 straight years. 
I think Eddie Davis has a chance. I don't know if he's sure Fire will make it, but I think Eddie well, Davis. But he's played center this year more than anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sabonis is going to be all NBA third team center. Yeah. Well, but that so that so this is the thing, right? Those because there's three center spots. Mm-hmm. Those four positions act like center spots too. So it's so it's it's really nine forward spots instead of six. Because those center spots act as forward spots. Luckily, well, you would have to think because Jokic and Embiid play center, they take up those two spots. And then you've so got you Sabonis. So you have to worry about. It. And then now Sabonis. So, so but but normal situation, those would be forward spots. If those people didn't exist and like if they didn't play seasons, they would be four spots. If Jokic wins the MVP again, I'm just never. Like, I I'm never gonna care about that award. I don't never is the right word. I think I think you care about it less. No, I didn't care about it when Carl Malone and Charles Barkley won Michael Jordan's awards. I was not one of these guys who was excited when Kobe Bryant won the MVP because we lost the finals that year. I was like, ah, I don't care. Okay, what about when Shaq won it? We won the finals that year. That's what I mean. Yeah. You didn't care then that he won it? No, I, I cared that he won the finals MVP. I didn't care that he won the MVP. Like when David Robinson won the MVP and Akeem Olajuwon torched him. Like, did that look right? Uh. Wait, Akeem Olajuwon tore him apart. And then Akeem Olajuwon won the finals MVP that year. Michael Jordan has the highest uh, points per game versus Charles Barkley. Isn't it like 41, right? In the finals? No, yeah. it's, it's less than that. No, I think it actually is 41. It's 41 and 5. The 93 finals, he averaged like 41 and 5. Yeah, we looked it up the other day. Yeah, and Charles Barkley has his MVP, and it looks stupid. The mailman. Well, I don't know if it deliver. looks stupid. I wouldn't the mailman, say stupid. The mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays versus Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and that MVP looks fucking stupid to the point where he's not even eligible to win the final, the MVP the next year. Steve Nash has two MVPs. Yeah. No one gives a flying fuck about it. It's true. I don't know. No one cares. I just heard Bill Simmons say he had Steve Nash like eighth that year. He didn't get it. That was like last week with Rosillo. I know. Yeah, that was. But that's Bill Simmons, though. Like, like Steve, Steve Nash has obviously MVPs. people care because he won, right? So Bill I Simmons just, is wrong in that. I was just watching Left Go. One of those nights this week. We said in the league, in the history of the MVP, Steve Nash has two MVPs, and Shaq and Kobe have one MVP, and that's how this um, Jokic thing is going to look. He said oh, absolutely. that on the show, absolutely. So obviously, like I'm not alone in thinking Steve Nash's MVPs don't mean shit. Well, I I wouldn't say they don't mean that. I think they mean less compared to. Do you have Steve Nash ranked higher than Chris Paul? You, Emmanuel. No. And Steve Nash has two MVPs and Chris Paul doesn't have any, right? Correct. Then you're proving my fucking point. No. Steve Nash went higher than Chris Paul. No, because I don't either. Well, no, because Steve Nash and even he'll. Do you have Steve Nash ranked higher than Jason Kidd? No. And Jason Kidd took those teams to two finals, right? 
Yes. And Steve Nash. And, well, he won though, but he he took the Dallas team. Too. No, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Nets team. I'm talking about the Nets series. Well, yeah, but he helped. But he but he was crucial in helping Dallas win the title too. Do you have Steve Nash ranked higher than Gary Payton? Oh, GP. GP who went to the finals versus Michael Jordan. That's tough. I have Nash over Gary Payton. I would I would say yes. I would I would slightly say yes. Okay. I would, I would, I would. I'm, I'm going to assume you have Nash over John Stockton, right? Ooh. Well, I know John. Oh, no. I know. No, I can't. You can't. No, because John, John was Stockton crucial in the finals team. Yeah. John was crucial in the finals team multiple years. Like, he, he's literally he most crucial to losses. Okay, you got to get there first, right? You got to get there first to win, to lose, though, right? And he's the one that hit the three pointer to send them to the finals, right? And they beat Lajuan Barkley and Drexler. And not only that, once he leaves, they suck. Well, him and and Malone leave the same year. That's what. Well, yeah, Malone left. He couldn't stay in Utah. No, he left because Stockton left. He left because Stockton left. Exactly. <laughs> he ain't leave because all of a sudden he decided how the Clippers gotta leave. If the three of us have been watching basketball for a million years and we and all three of us answered what Steve Nash's playoff moment is, it's getting bloody, right? Yep. <sighs> yeah. That so then his MVPs don't mean shit, man. I, I wouldn't say that would mean nothing because I think that's the it's the difference because his MVPs aren't like Jordan's MVPs or Malone's MVPs. His MVP, him it him and Barkley have a different MVP. No, Barkley right? was way better than him. No, no, but I mean, from a standpoint of their MVP doesn't necessarily represent like, oh, they were the best person of that season and da da da. Well, like, wasn't the best person that season. Michael Jordan was right. So, but but what I'm saying is, those MVPs in particular represent the the team more so than it does the player. So so yeah, Steve Nash I bet you Amari Stoudemire's stats on those teams dwarf Steve Nash's stats. Of course. Because Steve okay, Amari was averaging 40, but the it, but it, No he wasn't averaging 40. He averaged like 20. Nah he's averaging like 30 one year. Like he was he, up there. He, that's the next year dude. He never averaged like I'm gonna look him up. Go ahead. Yeah. But uh, but it, it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily those. Those Steve MVPs. Those Nash MVPs aren't based off of Steve Nash personally as a player. It represents what he does for the Phoenix Suns and the NBA league as a whole. So that's why I'm like, I, it, it, it's not. It's not a one-on-one comparison between like Steve Nash MVPs. He averaged like twenty-five the, one year. The Kobe and Shaq MVPs. They're, they 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 kind of way different because those the Steve Nash MVPs are more about how how he helped change Phoenix from being a lottery team to a contender and the style of play that the Phoenix and I just don't ran. And I just gave you the only person on the show defending Steve Nash, a bunch of players, and you would say, and you just said you would take all of them over Steve Nash. Right, because now you're talking about something different. You're talking about him just as a player as a whole 
and and what and what he is. And I just asked you his playoff moment, and you said him getting bloody. Right, because again, you're just taking the player when you when we do that part, we're just taking the player in his moments. We're not. Do you think, do you think Steve Nash was the MVP either of those years? Yeah. What year do you think he was the MVP? It's definitely the first year. No, Shaq was the MVP the first year, dude. Not Steve Nash. I'm sorry. It's definitely the first year. No, Shaq was way better than that. It's definitely the first year. I don't think Steve Nash deserved any of those MVPs. I think that's the year that Bill Simmons said he was eighth. And look, I just don't get it. I don't get Steve Nash. You don't get how a player came and changed an entire franchise overnight. No, because I think Shaq did the same thing. He did not. They they went to the conference finals that year. Did Steve well, Nash? Yeah. His the the first year in um Phoenix. They were up and then like Dwayne Wayne got injured and they lost to Detroit. Are you talking about wait, are you talking about Shaq in Miami or are you talking about Shaq what, in what, Miami? No, Shaq in Miami. His first year in Miami. That Shaq should have won that first year in Miami. Well, that's not that's Steve Nash's first MVP. Oh yeah, no. No, it's it's Steve Nash. Not Shaq. John, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. I get the Shaq. I get the Shaq thing. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong, but no. Like, (laughs) the way Phoenix was a year ago compared to how they were the year after. Who did they beat that year? They beat Dallas, right? I believe so. So it's Detroit and the Spurs that year when Steve Nash wins. Is that the year that Steve Nash gets bloody, or is that a, a separate year? Oh, I think it's I think it's the next year. I think it was the next year too that he Denver got bloody. Spurs. Yeah, I think they just lost the first that first time because they who did they? I don't think they faced the Spurs the first time. I think it was no. It has to be the Spurs because the Spurs beat Detroit that year. Did, wait, did they make the conference finals that year? Then I think that's the year that they that he gets bloody because the Spurs is Robert Ory's. Yeah, that's the year because Robert Ory has that great game in Game Six to save the Spurs versus Detroit. That's the bloody year. Okay. So Shaq's first year in Miami, he's averaging twenty three ten, and I'm looking for his blocks. One. So let me look up Steve Nash's averages. Well, his averages is like eighteen and eleven. Um, he won two MVPs, right? Steve mm-hmm. Okay, fifteen points, eleven assists. Yeah. The second year he's eighteen. It's eighteen and eleven. 11. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't win another MVP. There you go. No. <laughs> yeah, I man. Is that what you had to be? Oh. Sore throat. Maybe you shouldn't be talking this long. You want to end the podcast? No, I'm good. You sure, man? We don't need you yeah. dying. I, <laughs> I mean, you're going to heaven because you said Bob Cousy was a good player. If I die today, I'm going to hell. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works, right? Even though Bob Cousy didn't defend Bob Bill Russell, but like that's neither here nor there. I don't I don't th- I don't think it, it's dependent on if you defend Bob Cousy if you It get is to Bob Cousy's a white man. We all know you don't get to have it if you defend a white man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not written anywhere. That's why everyone loves Larry Bird. They want to make sure they get to have it. <laughs> oh. 
Larry Bird's a good, cool dude, though. No, Larry Bird was a great player. I'm not gonna. I never complained about Larry Bird winning three MVPs like I am with Jokic. Jokic would that. Well, no, I was about to say because I, I, I feel like it's it's different though for Jokic. I'm not Isaiah Thomas. I ain't the one that said he's only a good player because he's white. That was Isaiah Thomas. That wasn't me. Oh, for Larry Bird. Yeah, remember that? that? Yeah, that's why nobody likes Isaiah Thomas. That's why. Well, like yeah, because he says stuff like that. Yeah, he's acting like Michael Jordan is the only one that doesn't like him. No one likes you. Right. Like, like everybody's like, oh, he would make the dream team because Jordan didn't like him. It's no, like, nobody no, liked him. No one wanted him on the dream team. <laughs> he tried to call out Magic Johnson for getting HIV. He said that um fucking um Larry Bird was only good because he was white. He hated he didn't shake Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's hands and Carl yep. Malone cold clocked him. Yep. And he beat Clyde Drexler in the finals. And like Bill Lambeer used to fight Charles Barkley all the time. Nobody on that team wanted him. Wasn't just Michael Jordan. Yeah, David Robinson didn't like him, and you know it's bad if David Robinson didn't like him. Yeah, because he wouldn't even appear on his like "Stay a Virgin" song. That's a real song David Robinson rapped on with Danny Manning and um, did and um, what's the guy on the Lakers that never got any pussy? Uh, AC Green. AC Green. <laughs> <laughs> you could go, you could go Google that. That's a real song. The Abstinence song. It's David Robinson, Danny. Shouts to David Robinson for all he did for the schools in um, San Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a great dude. He really is. And he served in the Navy. Yep, yep. God, God bless you, David Robinson. Even, yeah. though you corny, even though you was corny as fuck, God bless you. Oh. He was one of my favorite players growing up. David Robinson, really? Yeah, like I said, yeah, I, had, I, was... I had like three posters of his. We lived in a Navy household, so. Okay, that's, that's right. Yeah, the Admiral was a great player until he played the Utah Jazz or the, or the Houston Rockets or the Phoenix Suns. He just named like half the Western Conference at that point in time. Or the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he just made like, like every opponent he would have faced. If, at that if time not for Tim Duncan, if if not for Tim Duncan, he's in the Charles Barkley Carl Malone room. I'm a great player who put up stats, who has an MVP that doesn't have a title. Yeah. Uh. Although, I, well, I guess it depends on who they get instead of Tim Duncan. Well, he never made a finals without Tim Duncan. That's what I mean. Like who 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 is taking Tim Duncan's spot in the role? So like, I mean, let's he say those days till 2003. So, so it's let's still say time. like. Let's say it goes according to plan and, like, the Celtics get Tim Duncan and they draft Keith Van Horn. They're not going to no finals with him and Keith Van Horn. I don't know. Well, I guess it depends on who they get after that, though, too. Well, so let's say it's David Rob, But David Robinson falls off really quick when they get Manu and... um. Uh, well, that's, but that's 2003, though. I think it's 2002, 2003 that yeah, like, when he retires. He still that, was pretty good, though. His second title, he's basically a defensive guy and a rebounder. He's not really yeah. David Robinson anymore. Right. But that's but that's 2003. That's that's like six years, five years it's, after this point. At this point. Like, if they don't draft out. if they don't draft um Duncan, he's probably more than likely in the Malone Barkley room. I don't know, cause cause then there's 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 a chance they could get like Paul Gasol for him. Then what? But when does Paul Gasol get drafted? 2002, 2001, 2001. 
I mean, when they have to be bad, don't you think David Robinson? Yeah, and- yeah. but that's how they got Tim Duncan. <laughs> they weren't great and got Tim Duncan. Yeah, but like I'm assuming like the next year, well, they sat him out. It wasn't just like they they knew they were in the Duncan sweepstakes, so they. Well, yeah, but out. but they had to be in the sweepstakes first. So, okay, but in this world, they got Keith Van Horn instead of Tim Duncan, man. Right, but but you but Keith Van Horn isn't exactly equal in winning, though, right? Like we all agree to that, right? No, yeah, I agree. Keith Van Horn doesn't do any. <laughs> it's not like they. It's no. not like they're winning the title next year because they got Keith Van Horn. No, no, because Keith Van Horn didn't do any winning <laughs> until they got Jason Kidd. No disrespect, Keith, but I mean, it's not like you no. Know. That was Jason Kidd. That wasn't Keith Van Horn. That was all Jason Kidd. <laughs> Which is why all three of us have Jason Kidd over Steve Nash. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, it helps that he led two different teams to the finals. Yeah, and then he he did win. He was very important on those um the Mavericks team that won. Yep. He's probably like the, the third or fourth best player, right? Yeah. Before Chris Paul, I probably had Jason Kidd as like the best point guard. Absolutely. Even do though, have, like, do you have Jason like, Kidd over Chris Paul now or no? No, I have. Chris yeah, I, I have Chris Paul. Over whoa, 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 now. Emmanuel! You, you, you just said you'd have Jason Kidd over Chris Paul now. Yeah, but you're the Chris Paul guy. Yeah. Wait, so you would take Jason Kidd over Chris Paul? Yeah. And your reasoning is, the kid is taller, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and his longevity. In a shorter period of time, it's better. Okay. Also, like it. If it's the Clippers and the Spurs, and then also, I mean, like he he doesn't cause as 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 much as he was an issue. He didn't cause as many issues as Chris Paul does. So, if the Clippers and the Suns meet in the first round and like they're relatively healthy, who are you taking? You talking about this season? This season, this season right now. Clippers versus Suns. Because that's a possible first-round matchup. Is it? Yeah. Because we're... The Suns are five, and I think the Suns... The Suns are four, and I think the Clippers right now are five. Okay. So I think that's a possible... That's why Simmons brought it up, and he brought up that um, Russell Westbrook destroyed him in that... um, Whatever that playoff series is. So if they were to play and like Paul George is healthy and they're relatively healthy, who would you pick? Ooh, that's a good question. I I guess the Suns. My head is saying Suns, but like Yeah, I guess the I guess it yeah, maybe I guess the Suns because But if Paul George was healthy, I think I would pick the Clippers because Paul George is he's no he's no Kevin Durant, but he's like a reasonable facsimile of Kevin Durant. Right, and it's not like the Suns don't don't have you know Mikael and and uh, Cam anymore to like on the, the defense is really and, weak. Yeah, so so yeah, I guess it would depend on like if Paul George is out there and if Kawhi is out there. It really depends on health because how healthy is Paul yeah. George? How healthy is Kawhi? How healthy is Durant? How healthy is um, what's the other guy? Booker, right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agree. I would have to think that Chris Paul is better than Russell Westbrook right now, right? Yeah, at this point, yes. Yeah, so I would have to take that matchup, and then I would have to take the eight and over Zubox matchups. So then it comes down to the the other two guys. Yeah, 
Yeah, is... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if honestly, like, and I know you guys all have the Nuggets losing, but I wouldn't be surprised if the West Finals Nuggets versus uh, the Phoenix Suns. No, they're in the same bracket, dude. Yeah, so oh, no, I wouldn't. That that would not. They're in the same bracket. That's round two, dude. That's why we don't have Timber going to the conference finals. Because they have to face too many people to get uh, it. For me, for me, it's again, it's just that they've stayed healthy all season. I, I but really, they haven't though. I really do think, especially after the game Anthony Davis had last night, I think the Lakers. Because <laughs> Anthony Davis is just like he's not a better regular season player than Jokic because he doesn't play enough. But he's a way better postseason player than Jokic. Yeah, like, I just saw it. Like when did, when was the bubble? Was that three years ago now? Yeah, he destroyed him. They won one game in that fucking series. Yeah. And Davis was the best player in that series, not LeBron. Davis would have been finals MVP if he didn't have that fucking bad game three. Yeah. He was really good. And that's that's my fear against Denver is Phoenix has DeAndre Ayton. The Lakers have Anthony Davis. Like, I think it would be every other team besides those teams. It's not. You're right. It's not. It's not like he he's just, you know, with Jokic, he's great on offense. He's awful and, on defense. He's got and, he, and he's all but he's in, to his credit, he's getting better on defense. But it's still not there. And a lot of times it's like that it's like how a lot of guys treated or like how Allen Iverson treated playing Michael Jordan. Where it was like, oh, you know, I respect this guy, I love this guy so much, I want to be just like him. So now I got it, or like how Kobe treated Michael Jordan a lot when he first came. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I love a guy, I want to, you know, show him that I, I'm as good as him too. Mm-hmm. And and this and I and I think a lot of times with with like the Embiid's and the and those guys, they look at how people view Jokic and like, well, especially Embiid, he's like, I'm as good as Jokic. And so they go after it. They go at at Jokic, and they usually have their best games against Jokic because I'm pretty sure, like, DeAndre Ayton is like, well, nobody thinks I deserve $30 million, but I know I'm better than Jokic, and y'all love him to death. So let me get 30 against him to prove that I at least deserve what I got. Because DeAndre Ayton totally outplayed Jokic in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I just think that's that's the main problem is especially in the west there is a lot of guys that that just can go after Jokic and Denver has no answer for they just don't have an answer for it that's the problem when you when you face in Phoenix DeAndre Aiden's going after 30 every game like you don't have an answer for that because they also have Devin Booker Kevin Durant on the team that do what they do as well. You don't have an answer for those three. So so you can't at some point it has to equal out. Like it's great that you you know Jokic can do triple doubles and can pass as great and 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 all this, but Denver doesn't have enough to sustain that on the defensive end and on the offensive end in a seven game stretch. In multiple you to, rounds, you have to hope that you can get the best games out of Murray, Porter, and Aaron Gordon as well. In multiple rounds on a consistent basis, and that's not how that team is structured. 
No, you really have to hope that those those three guys show up. It's not just yeah. about Jokic. You have to hope Correct. Show up. And that's not how that team is structured. As good as they are, they're just not structured that way. This and is it, the year that he has to get to the finals. It's never been the, a week of West. So, like, how, John, you're the one guy that thinks they're going to make the finals, right? I think they'll make the finals, yeah. This is the year that he has to reach the finals? Because if he doesn't reach the finals this year, what's going to be the excuse? It's the weakest West in, in years, man. The Warriors aren't the Warriors. Like, whoever they whoever they face at the eighth seed, they, they legitimately should sweep, right? Or at least it shouldn't yeah. go no further than five. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. No, I think they're going to get swept if they play the Lakers. But I'm saying, like, to the regular – the rest of the world. Yes. Because I just heard be... Bon Tempton and um, Bam McMahon laugh at Winners the same. I think the Lakers could beat them. So that's what the – and so did uh, Simmons and Rob Mahoney. So yeah, there's if, no like, if, a, if a team comes out of the play-in and then beats them, it would be a huge disappointment, and it would be it would they be were, worse than Dirk losing to the we believe team. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it'd be way yes, worse. worse. So this is the year he has to do it, like, and like there should be no excuses for him. Him and Luca are like in the same year. Like this is the year where people should stop like jerking off to them and making excuses for them. Because every year Luka Doncic. Well, there's a difference. Well, when Luka made it last year, I think. No, but every year Luka Doncic is the MVP frontrunner. Every year. And there's a huge difference. Like, one of the guys has their team first place in the East or West, and the other one, like, can't even get play-in. I don't think they're going to make the play-in. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think think if if anyone's going to get dumped on right now, I think it should be Luka. Yeah, well, if he loses good. in round one, don't you think he's going to get dumped on? Oh, absolutely. If he loses in round one and he wins three for MVPs and, it's, yeah. and they lose to, like, the Lakers or the, the Pelicans or whoever comes out of the, the plan. I'll, think- I'll even go harsher. Like, I think he, I think he needs to if – he, if he's going to get a third MVP, he needs to at least make the West Finals. He has to make the finals, man. Yeah, I was going to say, he needs to make the finals. If you win it three straight MVPs, you need to make the finals. I mean, I mean, if, I mean if, they go, if, if they go to the West Finals and the team no. takes them to finals. seven, if, and a team takes them to seven and, like, There's no, say, no. There's no, no. MVP that doesn't have a ring. Though. Exactly. Finals. I, I, it's finals. He's, it's he's finals. only 26 years old. It doesn't matter. He's a three. Ring. If you were three straight MVP, that you you how old was class. how old was John Inch when they were saying he has to win the ring? That's why he didn't get a third. He was twenty seven. He was yes. twenty seven. Like that's what that's no. what I'm saying though. Jokic has time to get a ring. Like no, I, 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 that's not how this works though. If he gets to the West Finals this year and he goes no. seven with a team and he plays out of his mind, but the rest of the team around him isn't good enough to win. No. Like say say they say say they go against the Warriors. They they're supposed to beat the Warriors this year, dude. I'm sorry. No. The Warriors aren't a good team this year. If they play <laughs> the Warriors and they lose to the Warriors, that looks up that looks ridiculous. The Warriors yeah. are not a good team. The Warriors are zero and what on the road? I think I think the road record has been overblown. No, I'm not talking about with me and you. I'm talking about to the rest of the world. If they lose to the Warriors, it's a fucking joke. I'm saying if the Warriors, okay. okay. So we were talking the other day in the group chat. If they lose Emmanuel, to Memphis, that's, and, that's acceptable. And Emmanuel thinks that the Warriors have like a switch that they can turn on. They're going to go. Well, the Warriors they, think they, they have a switch that they turn on, and they kind of have shown that they do. They're getting Wiggins back. 
So yeah. if they do, and if, it, if if in the first two rounds of the playoffs, they look like last year's Warriors. No, they're not going to look like last year's Warriors. I'm going to stop you there. They're not going to look like that. The Denver Nuggets <laughs> are 51 and 26. The Warriors are 41 37. I'm sorry. They're supposed to beat the Warriors. Stop. Yes, but if the Warriors flip that switch and they look like look like last year's Warriors, no they're not going to look like, like last year's Warriors. Even though they supposed to be the switch. Even if they no do flip the switch. The only thing that is acceptable for them to lose to would be the Grizzlies because they're only two games behind them. If yeah, it, any of these it, other it's teams, story it yeah. If they lost to any of these other teams, it looks ridiculous. He's a three-time MVP. I'm sorry. Yeah, like he can't lose to the Kings, for example. Like that's that's an embarrassment. Moses <laughs> Malone, in the three years he won, Moses Malone won three MVPs. He made yep. one finals and lost, and he made one finals. Yep. Larry I don't Bird, think they, same, I, I don't think they would thing, lose Larry to Bird. The, I don't think they would lose to the Kings. I think the Kings are. Well, are I'm just, I just use that yeah. example, but it's like you can't. You can't be losing to the Kings. Like you, you I think the to, Kings those, are going to be an easy first round out for some team. Well, it depends on which team and what team that is. Because if you're talking like the Warriors, for example, if it's the Warriors and Kings, then yeah, the Warriors are easily beating the Kings. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the Kings championship is making the playoffs. Well, yeah. But but yeah, like for Denver, it, it, it's finals or bust. You have a three straight time MVP. Nowhere. That's why I was saying before, you can't you can't pick and choose how this works. Every every year that a player has won three straight MVPs, that year they've made the finals or have already gone to the finals. So you're telling me this guy's a three-time MVP, but he's never made the finals? That doesn't that doesn't sound right. So so the so so these writers need to take that in, into consideration too, because if you make him the three-time MVP and he loses in the first round, yeah. Ralph said he don't care about the MVP. Take that and multiply that by a hundred because now casual people are looking at you got the guy winning three times MVP and he can't even get out the first round. He can't even make it to the finals every I year. I totally agree. I agree. Nah. So these so these writers need to take that into consideration too. I don't care what he's doing in the regular season, and I get that the MVP is a regular season, but. It, it it's also expectations and certain things that come with, especially a three straight time MVP. That that it's nice that he won one, and it's cool that he won two. But now we talking a different territory. Now we talking, we talking ring champ. We talking what Damian Lillard don't want to talk about. We talking a different thing. We talking yeah. rings. We talking finals. We talking the best of the best, top. Top twenty players of all time. I think like, we lost Raph. I got to bring back Raph so we can do that. Uh, I know, man. He's not been the MVP of this podcast for sure. <laughs> Was he going through a tunnel or something? I don't know. So I'll bring him back so we can do the Carmelos because I got to go after that. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Stanley Lillard is about to start too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is it Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. No, so you guys hear me? Like, 
you guys hear me? Before you, before we left, Emmanuel was going about like, yeah, like it. It hurt Dirk until he won. He has yeah. to make the final. He has to win. He would yeah. be the only like. Look how we look at Carl Malone with two finals MVP, with two MVPs, and Charles Barkley with one MVP, and not one ring between them. All I'm saying is he's in his like mid twenties. Like if he doesn't get it this year, like he's still got years to win a championship. Well, no, how, but it's, how old it's different though because he's a three time MVP. That's, do you think Charles Barkley was old? Do you think Charles Barkley was old when he won the MVP? Wasn't he in his twenties? Yeah. And did he ever win a ring? Well, guys, guys aged different back then too. Okay, but there's better players in this generation. Like Bird, Magic, Isaiah Thomas, all those guys are like done. Okay, but there's great players in this generation. You think like he's the only great player in this generation that doesn't have a ring? He could get a ring somewhere else. He could. That's not. That's not. That's not how this works, though. That's not this. Yeah, that's not how this works. You you can't tell me a three time MVP. He's a three time MVP, but he he's not. That there's certain rules and and things that come with that 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 title. Look how we look at Harden and Westbrook, dude. Yeah, yeah. He can't he can't be a he can't be a three time MVP and not make the finals. Like that's not you can't have one without the other. I think he will. I think he will anyway. His MVP season isn't as good as Westbrook or Harden's MVP season no. numbers. No. Like, his stats aren't as good as the year Harden. Did, did Harden average 35 points a year, a game one year? Yes. Yeah, I think he averaged, like, he almost averaged a triple-double, I think, that year. No, I'm not talking about the year that he didn't win the MVP. I'm talking about, like, no, the year. No, I'm talking, it was the year, like, after that, where he had, like, the 35 He's only averaging twenty five points this year. But no, but he was averaging Harden. He was averaging like eight assists that year, wasn't he? That the, the thirty five. No, was, I'm not talking. Still, I'm saying like Harden has been, had better years than like this dude's like fucking. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he, like Harden was still like almost averaging a triple double even when he was thirty five. What is Jokic? Because I think he was still averaging like seven or eight assists and seven or eight rebounds. He's averaging twenty four, eleven and nine. Right. Let me look at Westbrook. I'm pretty sure Harden. I'm pretty sure he was averaging like seven assists, eight assists when he averaged like the Westbrook 30. averaged twenty. Westbrook averaged thirty-two, ten and ten. Yeah, look up the Harden year. Because the best Harden year is even the year he won the MVP. Isn't it like a year he averaged thirty-five points? That's what I'm saying. He was. He was averaging like I think that's like the first year he like people was like oh he could average triple double. Um, what's the year oh, that Harden okay. won? What's the year it, Harden it's won? 30, it's thirty six, seven, and six. Yeah, like the hell out of here with Jokic. And then he averaged thirty four, seven, and six. Ooh, the get out of here with Jokic, man. I hope the Lakers see him in round one. That's what I'm wishing mm-hmm. for. Unless they decide to just drop the first game, it doesn't look like. like no, because I think I think we're gonna be playing Memphis. Yeah, I don't care about Memphis any either way to have a real like. I mean, that's gonna be a first round exit too. <laughs> yeah, I think we could beat Memphis. I just I don't have the same like fuck Jokic with Memphis. No, I don't care about Dylan Brooks and Ja Morant. <laughs> no, I don't care. He likes strippers. <laughs> Who, Dylan Brooks? No, John Morant. Oh, John Morant. So who would be getting my Melo Award? 
Um, I guess I'm gonna give it to Embiid because he could have he shut this down if he blew. Yeah, Embiid's gonna get my memo. I'm giving Wait. mine. To, I'm giving mine to Rudy Gobert. Oh, for being an asshole. Yeah, for being an asshole, being like, "Oh, they're fixing it so that we can't." Well, yeah, did he gave the worst example possible? Yeah, like like you were saying with Anthony Davis, he was being generous. It's like you still didn't have a dunk, sir. You was like six feet away from the rim, and there was two defenders there. You didn't have an angle or nothing. It wasn't like he was right underneath the basket, and Anthony Davis fell. You was like six feet away from the rim, and and not only Anthony Davis was there, Gabriel was behind Anthony Davis. So even if you somehow managed to get past Anthony Davis, you still have to deal with Gabriel and still get to the rim. Like, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> it made no sense. That's why I really good is getting mine. How about you, Emmanuel? Uh, I think mine is, is, uh, is probably Bill. Okay. For, for him and his disrespect of of everything like the whole uh he says something uh he's gotten it multiple times from there yeah i know him and the rock the rock too what did the rock do this week <laughs> oh the whole story about the thing has come up it's starting to get because it's uh zach levi i mean i say levi's fault for fucking being an anti-vaxxer and making a movie nobody wanted to see no it it's not that. It's it's because The Rock limited uh, power and whatnot, and and he started trying to pull his weight around when he had virtually no. They gave him too much power, but he had no power. Like he was going over people's head. Add Black and, Adam to that movie. Nobody's still seeing it because nobody saw Black Adam. Well, no, no, no. It, it, it's more to it than that. It's, I still it's haven't like, watched Black Adam. I might watch it this weekend. No, I won't. No, yeah, too much rough. Like I'm not gonna watch Shazam whenever it's on like Warner Brothers. No, what's it called? HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch Shazam. I don't care. Yeah. Did you see Shazam? I did. Was it as bad as Ant Man or was it worse? Neither. It was the same as Ant Man. <laughs> I think it was good. I think. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm in the minority for these movies because I think people expected something different. From especially from Ant Man. I mean, it, 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 was it a good movie or was it a bad movie? That's. I think it was a solid movie. I don't was think. I, I, when we talk about comic movie, comic book movies, I don't think. Uh, like the Ant Man and the, and like all these movies that people are like, oh my god, they're so terrible. Like. Yeah, but you, you also haven't. Think, you don't think Thor is bad. The first Thor wasn't bad. No, I'm talking about the most recent Thor that everyone hates. No, see, and that that's been given mixed conversations. I, no, everyone I, hates that movie. No, I no, hate, no. I love Thor, and I hate that movie. No, no, I. So I I don't think it's as terrible as people say, but it's not compared to like Ragnarok. Ragnarok is better than that. No, I'm just Ragnarok. judging it as a movie on its own. It's a, it's an awful movie. They even gave me more Tessa Thompson, and I hated that movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's an awful movie. It's Here's not. A, isn't there like a dumpling god in that movie? It's awful. Yeah. It, there's a what? There's, there's a, a dumpling, dumpling god in that movie, man. Oh yeah. That's a pretty bad movie, man. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's another example. Like, like let's compare that to Fan Forested. To what? Fan Forested. 
Oh, the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, the most recent one. I've never seen the most recent one, so I I can't judge it. Yeah. (laughs) I have never seen that. When we talk about awful comic book movies, like... Yeah, the Miles That's my bar. That's my bar. Is it better or worse than that movie? Well, there's also people that over comic book movies. It's been like 20 years. Yeah. It's a little bit of a burnout. Well... Yes and no, because I think I think people's expectations have just changed now. Comic book movies, because because of the way Marvel has done things, especially and, well, and how Endgame how Endgame was received. Wasn't Spider Man the last one of these movies to hit a billion? Right? Yes, and that's that's two. I think Wakanda Wakanda, no, Wakanda forever didn't hit a billion. It, it wasn't even no, I say. It was like at 800 or something. No, it wasn't even 800, 700 something. Let me look it up. Because it didn't get China. It didn't get this uh, distribution in China. I think it, it, so it didn't at first. And I think like two months later it did. I'm going to look it up. Because I think Avatar is the only, well, Avatar and Top Gun are the only movies this year to do it. Well, last year now. Last year. What's it called? Wakanda Forever, right? Yeah. I think it got, I think it got eight hundred fifty last I saw. All right, so eight hundred fifty nine. Yeah, Doctor Strange made nine hundred. Yeah, so they're still up there. They're just not getting to a billion, but they're still up there. It's not, it's not Black Adam. It's not four hundred in Shazam. Doctor Strange made nine hundred fifty five million. So they're still make, they're still making money. And they're the same year. Yeah, thousand twenty. Yeah. I'm going to give my um, Lauren Jackson award to, uh, excuse me, Anthony Davis. He's been balling. Uh, is he is he good now? Because the whole him going down again. When did I ever say he was bad? No, no. No, he, rolled, mean, his, he rolled his ankle last night. And got yeah, I mean, I didn't wise. see the game last night. I was out. Oh, okay. So yeah, he got injured. I mean, I mean health wise, not not talent wise. He got injured, <laughs> came back and played, and then left the game early. He had an amazing game last night. He fucking destroyed Rudy Gobert and Carl Towns. Oh, like yeah. you, you won't see Daniel Monte and John posting about that, obviously. No. No. They never post when he plays good. <laughs> but I also didn't post that he got injured last night. I didn't even know he got injured. Who's your Lauren Jackson award? It's going to be that Caitlin chick, right? Yeah, it's Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Scoring 41 in back-to-back games, 41 and 41, and having a 41-point triple-double, which is like the first time ever happened in a, in a women's game. And yeah. Emmanuel? Uh, Mine is Keanu Reeves. Oh, for uh, John Wick? Well, yeah, and also it sounds like so the Constantine 2 is still happening, it sounds like, from what he said. I wouldn't be surprised with how big of a movie star he is now. Well, no, it sounded like it was getting canceled. And now it seems like now, from at least from what he said, it's still on track. Right. So, so I guess that's good. That's more money for him. That's more Keanu Reeves if it's yeah. happens. All right, guys, I got to go. All right. All right. Later, guys. Later.